welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Hi, Broads. Well, this is an unusual format for us because normally we're like, you know, real on top of it. I know. For you, Broads. But... Becca had to go to the NYC. I know. I had to big, screw big things Apple. up and go on a little you trip. You know what? I really, I didn't hate it because this way we're able to watch the episodes. Both together. Both together. And then also get all the social media info that's going on. And, you know. Oh, my God. I know. I haven't actually been quite filled in on it. But you let me know about some of the social media drama going on, which is always just... Yes, there's definitely been a little bit of a social media drama with Tanner and Demi that we'll get into. Oh my god. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, so here we are. I can't... This season... I, I'm just like so appreciative to the gods of the universe for I, providing us such a great bachelorette season. I and now, really like it. I'm loving this season. I didn't actually think I was going to be that. I was sort of like not dreading it, but I was kind of like, ah, here we go. But yeah. I am just kept on my and toes left and right. Because BIP is always a lot. There's yeah. always a lot and you're kind of like, okay, I don't know. It's a little overwhelming. I but. sort of also just thought it was going to revolve. I don't know why. I just thought the whole season was going to be about Demi and her girlfriend. And like, there's so many different sub, there's so many people and right. there's so many subplots and storylines that are going on. And there's a lot of very interesting people in this. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, and very interesting excited. pairings. Like there's just so much to keep up with. Yes. Interesting pairings for sure. Yes. Definitely. Oh my God. So should we just hop into this? I think so. Let's just hop we in. We say this every time. We're like, should we hop in? Yeah, we should. Let's just hop in. We got two episodes to do this and uh, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we start at the rose ceremony yes. for the first episode. Wow. It just feels like ages ago after watching both episodes. I know. Like a hundred years has passed. Maybe that's how they feel. Maybe that's why they fall in love so quickly because it feels like a hundred years. Two things I do want to say, just generally speaking. One, I want to know how much Wells is getting paid because I'm like, why is he still here? Very true. I and know. they're barely showing him at that's all. That's what I mean. Like, that's like what I mean. you're the bartender. They did that last season, too. Like, how many hours are you, sp- like, how many hours does the poor man work and not get any screen time? Right? So I'm wondering how much he gets paid because the same thing happened last season. And also, I- how good of a bartender is he? I need to know. I wonder if he's Seriously. decent. Or if he's just like, oh, they're like, oh, God, Wells. He's a shit bartender. Great chat, but a shit bartender. Wasn't somebody, I saw somebody drinking something blue. Did I imagine that? I think Katie was. It looked like an audios motherfucker. Very blue. I was like, oh my. Oh, my God. oh yeah. I forgot about those. Oh, I'll hit the floor if I drink one of those. Oh my God. I was like, oh, Katie. And I think we saw her drunk later when she was talking what to Will. Then they call them like AMFs or something. AMFs, I remember yeah, in I college. So. She'd be like, go get me an AMF. Let's, AMF is like when you're on a budget and on a time crunch and you're trying to get fucked up. And also get that blue tongue. Ew. And your teeth kind of get tinted. It's so gross. Yeah, it's not, it's not the, good, the best look. It's gross. Also, I keep noticing that the second thing is I, I usually am trying to do things like around the house while I'm watching. So mm-hmm. I'm listening. And the splicing they do on this people. Yes. You know, I normally do not notice it. Me too. But this, this season so far, I'm like, there's a lot of verbal editing going on in this. My goodness. I'm like, have I just been overlooking it for so long? But I just see it left and right. And I'm also then just like, what do I believe? Like, I, do I know what to believe anymore? I think most of the time it's like, you know, when you see a quote from someone and they put in brackets, like yeah. what they're talking about. That's usually what the splicing is like, because sure. it's like, because they'll be saying something like, and now her relationship with Derek like you know it's like that kind of thing right I think they're just, just like editing doing it for clarification paragraphs into a sentence 
Right. And like trying to clarify yeah. what the person is talking about. But mm. sometimes it's definitely a little bit sketchy. Shady and and business. you brought that up about. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Rose ceremony. Um, so I do have to say that please take note in the next episode you watch Dylan, Blake and Hannah all have the same mouth. That's all. The same exact mouth. Oh my god! Yeah, you gotta, I can't you wait gotta to watch it. Check it out. It was very distracting That's for bizarre. me the entire time. Um, so some of these weird parents, Will's and Katie. Where did that come from? That seemed that was definitely like a hey. Well, until he then declared his feelings for her, I, I assumed it was like a hey, hey friend. Can you give me the rose? Yeah, buddy? we'll we'll do this thing together. Totally. And at first, when I saw Will's and Katie, I was like, oh okay, Kill. I'm down for this. Like love her, love him, all about it. Obviously, there was quite the change later in that strange conversation. Seriously. Um, oh, my God. Obviously, and then, Derek and Demi. But Sydney and Kevin, too. I was like, that was super random. And then we hear him say later on that, like, he doesn't think she's, like, physically interested in him. Okay. But I could definitely see him being into her physically because he's like, well, you know, she's fit. She's a dancer. <laughs> it's all about the bod for I him. I know. So weird. Um, and then I was like, does John Paul Jones actually like Onyeka? Well, they did kiss, but then we see her later in the episode, like literally throw JPJ out the door the second Mike Johnson walks in. I mean, I, I mean, I understand, yeah. honey, but like, it was like, oh my God, so shade. Yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, like I was saying, Derek and Demi, obviously, when she accepted the rose from him, she said, yeah, bitch, when accepting oh, the yeah, rose. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I just... I relate so hard. It was what I, it's what I wish I would have the courage to say if I was on the screen. Which also, speaking of the same kind of responses, Tasha saying faux show to oh, Blake. Dude. I'm skipping ahead, but okay. While we're talking about responses to the rose, yeah, for show. Sure. When Blake, like, so obviously we get the the Dylan gets picked first, so he gets to ask Hannah. Obviously Blake's choice was Hannah. Yeah, but then he's left and he just picks Tasha. Which I kind of wish they had given Blake the first rose because who the hell would have Dylan given a rose to? Very true. You know, Very I was true. sort of wishing that Blake got the first one, and it would have really, yeah, it would have really added a weird shit show element to it, which. You know, obviously, just organically happened it's already later, abundant. but it would have been just a nightmare. I agree. Um, uh, and then but I yeah, was just like, yeah, Cam, you dumb, dumb bastard. I Cam, know. Cam, I'm ready to get like get down on one knee, dude. Like I, at the end of this, I'm gonna get into. Uh, I have so many thoughts about poor Cam, but Caitlin, <laughs> when she accepted it, like to the producer, she was like, "Yes, I did take a rose from him." <laughs> We'll see where it goes. It was very much like a, it was just like a job like, interview. Girl, girl, you don't have to pretend. Like we know, we know what's happening right We're like, now. No one actually thinks that you're that you're him. there for Cam, except Cam. So you're good. You're good. I know. I know. <laughs> for real. I know. And then we have uh, Chris and Christina, and Annalise is devastated. I know. Which is okay. Number one, really sad because she just makes me feel sad in general, but. Number two, it was like they had had like just like one day's worth of conversation. When she walks out, she was like, best of luck not deceiving people. I, I was like, who and is she was talking like, to? She was talking she to Chris. And it was kind of, or Clay, I guess. But I, it seemed like it was directed to Chris because she didn't like I she was him. talking to Clay. I don't, good Lord. But she was like, because she was like, I was blindsided by Chris. And I'm like, Chris was actually handled it like very graciously. Like I thought, you know, you guys are here for one day. Like it's all right. Have to say this. Oh my God, are you ready? What? Okay, so Abroad sent me screenshots and was like, I thought that this was Annalise and now I know it is. Screenshots from a episode of Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, with black ago. hair? 
Oh, yeah. Old news, sweetie. I had no idea. Ashley, I was also on Millionaire Matchmaker. Yes, but, but she was the there like as the millionaire. Annalise before, I know. and she dyed her hair I know. for the guy. I know. Which is just the perfect example of why this isn't working. <laughs> Annalise, do you, girl. Don't change for a man. Just do you. Turn that frown upside down. All very tragic. So tragic. All very tragic. Um, and they always make her look so bad because she's always like, I can think I can really see something. Like build know, it up and then boom. Nope. And then crash. So basically we have um, Jane, Annalise, and Bibby <sighs> are removed. Again, and Bibiana so, is so hot. She's such a catch. By the way, did you notice her abs in what she was yes. wearing? I was just like, mm, gonna wash all my dishes on your abs. Well, I mean, I follow her on Instagram, obviously. We're friends. And yeah. she has she puts in that work, girl, in the gym. She puts uh, she in that is work. That healthy, sexy queen. Uh, I just wish she wouldn't have come back on. It makes me sad. I like, I love seeing her, but I also just feel like... I know. I, I know what know. you mean. I know what I you just mean. don't understand why her and Annalise keep going back on. She also made a comment where she's... Well, I mean, Dean and Christina came out of, back on, too. True. Different. You mean like it's different because they were like major players in the game prior? Yeah. If I would be like, if I were to be on the show and I was like, oh, okay, everyone, you know, I had a huge romance role. Even if I majorly blew it, I can come back and maybe redeem myself or whatever. But if it didn't work out for me and I just keep coming back and it never works out, it's a little bit like. Well, I think it's like everyone says they're never going to come back. And then it's like, you know, followers, money. And also it's fun and it's enticing and it's addictive. The experience, I think. Oh, I get that. I do get the fun piece of it too. Um, and she also made the comment as she was leaving, maybe if I'd hooked up with Blake, I'd still be here. And I was oh, like, Oh, the shade. I actually was like, is this shade towards Blake or is this producer shade? I knowing Bibiana was kind of like, I it sort of felt like a shade to production. <gasps> like maybe if I was caught up in the drama, there would be a reason to keep me the fuck around. Wow. That's kind of actually how I interpreted wow. it. Wow. That makes yeah. sense to me. Right? For sure, yeah. So Because definitely, like, Bibby, there was that one point where she was talking and she said something like, when all the girls first got there, everyone was like, Blake, and she was like, yes, love him, love that everyone's vibing on him. Like, she definitely wasn't, like, anti-Blake. No. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Well, um, that hot-ass Strippo Paradise Land doesn't seem like they'd be needing socks on it, which is a huge shame because I live for a pair of statement socks. Oh, hell yeah. I feel like it really showcases someone's personality. But this whole sock phenomenon is pretty recent. Just a few, few years ago, no one ever talked about socks. Why so much noise about something we never used to care about? Um... Because of stance. Stance changed the game when it comes to socks. Stance brought creativity, design, and quality to what was once a boring accessory. If you're one of the millions of people who have fallen in love with stance, you already know why the sock world and your feet have never been the same since. Stance is just it, hands down. They're the original, they have the best designs and comfort with unmatched durability and there is precision and quality in every sock they make whether you're at work school home or play there's something for everyone and they have kids socks as well that are adorable these are really quality socks they always Such hold up super high quality well, super yeah. comfortable too oh and they're constantly collaborating with a huge array of artists icons brands and more like star wars billy ellish queen rihanna herself i mean come on um i don't have them on right now i literally just took them off because it's a hot hot day but 
I was rocking these stance socks that are Pulp Fiction collection. I saw those last week. You were wearing them. They're so cute. And I wear them with like a little anklet over them and my little slides. And I'm obsessed and I get a ton of compliments because they take any standard outfit and just make it more fun and spicy. Stance also majorly gives back to the community. They have socks for heroes, which sends socks to deployed military around the world. They have collaborations that raise money for clean water initiatives in Africa, California wildfire victims and breast cancer awareness campaigns yes we stand stands okay and stands has a great offer for our listeners if you go to stance.com slash chatty you'll get a free pair of socks with purchase s-t-a-n-c-e.com slash chatty to get your free pair of socks this is a limited time offer so take advantage today and go to stance.com slash chatty uh, if they're not stance they're just socks i love that tagline oh yeah <laughs> They're also a really great gift. Oh, yeah. They're so fun. So fun. Um, for the I, people who have it all. For the people who have it all. Get them stance socks. But I've been rock. Ember's been rocking little stance socks lately. How and it's cute. just so freaking cute. They really do have cool designs, though. Mm-hmm. And I love your Pulp Fiction ones. Um, okay. So. After, after the rose ceremony. <laughs> after the rose after ceremony. After the rose ceremony. Um, okay. First of all, I have to say this. Been really watching, been really eyeballing Blake through the past two episodes. And he there he seems like very, very anxious. Like, yeah. He definitely seems like he has Dude, we saw bad it on, anxiety. We saw it on Becca's season, we, like before even yeah, all this drama. And you know what's so funny is that I was like really in and out of Becca's season, so I didn't like I didn't develop a relationship with all of these people. Um, but just watching his hands, there's one point where he was walking down the beach and he's like kind of shaking at He just seems like he's got a lot of really ang- anxious energy. He really does. Um, yeah, I'm cur- I'm interested to know like m- deeper into what's going on get with him. Get him some ashwagandha. We need and to get a him meditation some, and a, a little bit of CBD, honey. <laughs> um, so the next day we have like, yeah. All the girls gig. How do you feel about all the girls giggling over Clay and like calling him a slice of bacon and beef, like sausage daddy or whatever? What am I like supposed to think that's like reverse misogyny or something? I don't know. Something? I was just like, I'm normally like all about it, but it was a little like <sighs> intense for me. It's just always meet with Clay. And I'm just like, Clay is just the biggest teddy bear in the world. I just feels wrong talking about him like a piece of meat. He's that just is so kind of weird. That is kind of weird. Yeah, it just felt like too far. Because I you love... think it maybe has to do with him being a black man? Maybe. Because there's kind of a history of this commodification of, of black men for their bodies specifically. You know what? If I'm not mistaken, I feel like maybe there was a reference in that direction towards Mike as well. Interesting. Because it, it was making me a little... Un- and I, like I said, I'm always... I love, you know, I'll throw out the f- sure. dirty little things about a sexy sure. man. But it just... They've done it every single episode. They've talked about like talked about him and be like, he has like a slice of bacon or a chunk of meat. And it's always like meat and... yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like black men historically have been valued for like the strength and force of their bodies and not so much like the power of like their Dude, mind. And it's I kind mean, of been a, a thing that's been pervasive throughout American history. I mean, that really that makes sense. That deep. That is deep, and that really makes sense. Because, like I said, it was the same with Mike. Yeah. 
Ooh, I don't know. That's weird. Lord. Okay. There was also something about the girls later. I have I think yes, something in yes, my notes. I, I do as well. The girls sometimes I'm like, all right, ladies. It's a little far. It it's a little far. And I, I love a good, uh, I love a good Girl chatty chat. catty moment, you know, but like there's a level. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's kind of, it's kind of t- it's been, taking me yeah. by surprise a little bit. Um, Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> did he say Labanya when he was talking he to Chris Harrison? He said Labanya. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't. Not the whole conversation. He's just like it's El Bano. It's El Bano, right? El yes. Bano. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I don't know tons, <laughs> but like, what? What's this girl bathroom doing? Oh um, my god. Um, here's the thing <laughs> with Jordan and both of us were like, Ew, Jordan's we coming were back both on. like so. Tw- we're like, we do not. We have had enough of Jordan now. Last season in Paradise, we were living for him, right? Yes. But then there's something about him that you're just like, I don't like him anymore. Like, I'm over him. Like, he's you're just too much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you here again? Obsessed once again. I can't help but love him. No. I can't help but love him. Beck and I were comparing him to a Scott Disick type yes. character. Like, he kind of is this villain, but he's so charming and so quick-witted. And there's just yes. something about him that is just, I don't know. You, you like, always come back around to them because they're yeah. entertaining. And you wonder, like, do you take yourself seriously? Because you act like you do, but you don't actually seem like you do. Well, Jordan, if we're comparing him to people, is was more like the Perez Hilton of this episode. Because <laughs> truly he was. was going it around truly like, was. So tell me, tell me. You know, like, let's chat. Let's chat. Oh, um, my God. When so, he was no. just getting all the women... Oh, he was just so mortified. And so he, he thinks he can just go around talking to you after that? He was so mortified at what all, at, at Jordan all the, the, was the chaos that Blake He's just going caused. around collecting the tea, getting all the details, and it was killing me. I, well, I love how gossipy he is. I also just missed laugh. his quotes. Like, the minute he started saying oh some God. dumb shit, like, he put one foot down <laughs> without pulling his high heel boot out of the mud like he always has some weird thing but you know what he's talking about at the same time you know what i mean like oh my god you always do know what he's trying to say yes i had the moment where demi and jordan come face to face for the first time and demi just is like hello jordan and it was like they're looking in the mirror oh my god and then later she you know she was like i didn't think i would be stoked on you and now i like you and they are the best we'll get more into that about the second episode but the best most hilarious combination I guess we don't have to get into it later. They are so damn funny once Dude, they warmed up to each other. When Jordan and Demi were roasting everyone, I was like, mm, if they decide to put out a podcast, you and we're I, toast. we're toast. <laughs> but no I, because I'll start listening to them too. I, that's what I'm saying. I will subscribe and I'm listen like, to every episode because that shit is so funny. I guess I'm just going to quit because it's just going to be too good. When he said they look like a Forever 21 ad, like, I, oh, I just my god and he's like i love affordable fashion there i was so, screaming laughing i was just more cracking up about you know there's nothing better than like watching a skit and they're the the actors or people are trying to stop themselves from laughing oh, and, and jordan and demi were cracking and each other both up and jordan and demi it. have like really contagious laughs I, or just these cackles they yeah. just have these cackles you know and they were killing each other and oh i love god it. i'm obsessed with them i'm absolutely I'm obsessed um of course hannah g thinks jordan's hot and I'm like, but does she think everybody's hot? Also, um, Nicole, when the, Nicole's talking to him and she's just like, the Jordan? She was like having a starstruck moment well, with him. Well, I think, I think Nicole just in general, because then when she sees Jorge later on her and Jordan's date, she was like, oh my God, it's Jorge. She it's is Jorge. like a Bachelor fan. She's a fangirl for sure. Like crazy. And also just like, I wanted to just go through my screen, reach and grab her and be like, yo, Nicole. 
know your worth, honey. Like the amount of like, who me of all people, me moments. It was just like, Nicole, like look. And you knew she was being genuine about it too. Like she's obviously shocked. of just like me. And I'm just like, honey, like let's, we got to work on some self love. Like you need to be confident. Like, look at you. Like you're, you know, is, is she my cup of tea? Like, in the sense of personality-wise, not specifically. She was never one of my faves. But, like, this is a, a beautiful... She's got, she seems to have a lot going for her. ...charming woman. Like, you know, I just want her to just be like, yeah, they're asking me out. Totally. Absolutely. Um, yeah, her, her, like, shock was kind of surprising of how shocked she was. Yeah, but. and I love it. Like, her, her uh, when she initially tells Jordan, she's, I think, the one who really initially tells Jordan about all the Blake tea. And, like, they enjoy a gossip together. Those I love two, it. I can tell. Okay, now, so Hannah declines the date from Jordan. Which yes. I was like, okay, girl. Yes, I mean, but not initially. Not initially. Right. And I love, though, but Jordan, when he had those moments, we do get a, a little bit of a picture into the Blake situation because we do know that Jordan, you know, is talking to the camera going like, this is not the Blake that I expected to walk into. Um, it's not okay what he's doing. He one nighted both of them. Like Blake's out here making moves and making love, trying to mark his territory and claim everybody. Well, and also he had really good advice to Blake where he was like, I think you should go clear this up right now. Go clear it up. He, he literally was just like, he was the, he was the best, the best advice that Blake could have gotten. Seriously. And the thing about Jordan is he is too confrontational and physically confrontational, which Clearly. is very unnecessary. However, he is, he does face things head on and it's something that Blake's been needing to do since the day he got to the beach. So yeah, it was actually exactly. great. He needed like you it. said, it was and, great And it was like, him. it was such like a dad sitting down with his son. He was like, <laughs> I'm disappointed. And, and Blake's like, I know. He's like, Blake, this isn't like you. He's like, yeah, I know, man, I know. Like, so Blake is, that's, so that's been my that whole thing. It gives insight into the situation. It does give Blake. insight into the situation. Again, as we discussed in our episode this week about the Blake and Kaylin T, like, you know, I'm, I'm team neither, but I will say that we do see specifically in this episode that like, he's disappointed in himself. Yes. Yeah. So whatever was going on, he was disappointed in a lot of the decisions that he had made and then in Caitlyn fashion, were there things expedited that absolutely and like made up that shouldn't have been? Yes, seems, seems to be. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting piece to it a little bit. Well, and and we see him later with Hannah and I thought that was interesting too. It is interesting to see how people's relationships with other people are. Like Blake has a lot of friends in Bachelor Nation. He gets mm-hmm. along with a lot of people and he seems to have a lot of people backing up his character. And I and and through all of this, I haven't seen anyone really like call out. I mean, everyone seems to think his actions are wrong, but I haven't really seen anyone basically making claims know, against his character. I know a character. lot of his friends have come out verbally and said they told him not to drop the text. Yes. And I think that's been the biggest issue is yeah. they go, dude, you made a mistake, but they t- were telling him don't drop the text. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I know that. Daddy Chris Harrison came in in an interview, I forget with uh, what news outlet, but he was not 
pleased with the whole Blake situation. This is just Chris tr- has to. He's like the dad who's uh, trying to smoke weed with his kids in the den. Right. Chris is like trying to get in. He's like, so let's get lit together. <laughs> I ship you too. I'm like, Chris, stay the he fuck out of this. You're like 60 years but, old. But like, but I will say that he said in the interview something like. What Blake knew what he did going into this. He knew that he had had like 13 girls set up. So it was a little bit like you dug your own grave. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You have he to should lie know better. A little bit. Again, though, like we talked about our episode on Monday, they were all established as just friends at that point. Yep, it's a, it's I know. And then as we discussed, it's an interesting situation. And then as we discussed as well, Kaylin with her whole women tell all thing, and there's a lot of. Yike! Deceiving going on. I I will I will venture to say. Yike! I will okay. venture to say. Okay, 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 okay. okay Let's move so, on to Dylan so, real quick. Okay, yeah. So so Hannah says no to Jordan. Yes. Um. Initially, she says yes, and he's thinking like he says that he respects that Hannah um didn't want to you know bother people but then he gives the whole like beautiful speech about like look in the mirror and like you're good you got this like you do your own thing girl like i respect that you're not trying to be that girl around but like this is paradise like do your thing and i was kind of like yeah jordan like you tell it how it is like this is paradise people are supposed to be like meeting people yeah i also really like that he didn't give her very much shit for that whole situation either okay that was a beautiful moment with me for jordan there was no trying to convince her Oh, Ruth just took a tumble. Um, there was no trying to convince her otherwise. He was just like, all right, on to the next Versus girl. Versus a probably Blake in situation would be like, have his moment where he's like, well, your heart is telling you, you know, <laughs> or your head's saying don't, but your heart, this jumps kind of with some weird manipulative try to wait to try to get her to, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Jordan definitely was just like, oh, well, yeah, we'll get into like, that later because that conversation with Blake was weird. Very uncomfortable. And, but Jordan was just like, yeah, girl, I get it. I respect that. Whatever. And I also just, just love on. how, I, yeah, of course I'm a Jordan stan again. He's, Jordan just goes up and he's like, hey, you want to talk? Yep. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Hey, you. I'm the mayor. You. Want to talk? This is my beach. This is my playa. I'm like, okay, no, it's not. So you can stop. This is John Paul Jones Beach. But <laughs> all right. We'll I'm let you sorry. have your moment. I'm sorry. I know that you think that it's that way, but like, are you aware of our new king? <laughs> anyway. Our new okay. king. Let's talk about um, Dylan because <clears throat> yes, let's here's talk the thing about, about Dylan. Dylan. Dylan's cute, but if they played creepy music over his conversations and the way he's acting, this man would look like a freaking creep. He'd look like Cam. Yes. But like creepier. I don't don't know about creepier. No, like if they played, Cam's not creepy, he's just weird. If they played creepy music for Mm. Dylan, he would look like really possessive and like fucking weird. Yeah, I, here's my thing with Dylan. I feel like he's super adorable and super sweet, but I'm like, dude, you have to take a breath. Like, dude. and every time they show them talking and I know they're trying to paint Dylan out well. So this isn't like they're trying to make him look bad. Every time they show them talking, all he says to her is over and over again, this is surreal. I just like you so much. That's literally like all they're saying to each other ever. And so I'm not seeing like an actual relationship with the two of them, oh. to be honest. It just feels very much like a we like each other and we giggle. And he's like obsessed with her, but doesn't 
seem like he knows her really no he's like super infatuated like super infatuated like ig infatuated with her like he's been watching her on the show and probably via ig for a long time and like you know he has he's in love with her from a distance yeah and it's just i don't know the way he is where he's like he is being like really possessive of her in like a weird way and he's not like really doing that to her but just the way he's it's just weird. Yeah. I don't know. Something about the situation. I like, I know he's a good guy, like, or he seems like a good guy, but I'm just like, dude, you need to, like, chill. And to me, he does not seem, like, ready for a relationship. I think people might disagree with me, but that kind of, the behavior that he's exhibiting, to me, is, like, really kind of immature and, like, yeah, I don't I, know. I, yeah, that's that's the thing with him is I, I genuinely believe that he's a really good guy. I know everyone from the show, like, adores him. He's a sweetie. And I think... Then you have all, like, because everyone adores him, everyone's like, you need to be with Dylan, not with Blake, because none of them like Blake. So I think he's a really good guy. But as far as, like, relationship goes, like, we're in paradise to meet people. You've known Hannah for, like, just a minute amount of time. And day one, you were, like, claiming her. And I just don't think that it's well, necessarily I'm like, Dylan, fair I'm to also, her. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Dylan, are you taking a break to see where she's at in this relationship? Because you seem to be mm-hmm. in a sense of like, I know how I feel for her. And like, I know what we have. It's like, dude, are you taking a step back to, to even consider that she might not be on the same page and maybe you need to take it slow for her sake? Right. Chill. Yeah. She can chill. Like, clearly she doesn't seem to really mind it, but it's like, if you're really trying to, this is where I think it's kind of immature, where it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're really trying to, like, pursue her and have a serious thing with her, you need to take a step back and be like, look, I trust you to make your decisions. Like, I'm right here. And, like, I won't be around here, right here forever. I full, I I agree with you. And I know. The thing with Dylan that's hard is I I do really like him a lot. And especially seeing him on Instagram, he's like super quippy and like really funny and spicy on Instagram. And I feel like I want to see that more on the show. And I feel like his infatuation with Hannah has like like quenched that fire and he's just following her like around a like puppy a puppy dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. Instead of him being like super funny and like kind of spicy like and how also, he is. Like maybe he should try to see if he has a connection with, with someone else. else yeah and i appreciate the faithfulness don't get me wrong i do appreciate someone who's like i know who i want i'm not interested yeah. in anybody else but you also you know, if you're gonna do that then like we said you have to kind of sit back and just be like okay girl i'm right here like but how like clay is being clay yeah. is i think being a really good example of what that looks well, like Well, the situation between blake and and uh uh, Dylan was almost exactly the same as freaking Christian and Clay. It like absolutely the way was. Hannah was standing there watching them and the way Nicole was later, like they were in the same position. I was like, hello, bachelor in paradise. What is with this season and having men who don't let the women talk? Why are these men just fighting words? over her? And she's just, they're, they're, they're trying to argue for what she wants instead of just I being know, like, just being like, uh, I'm glad they you finally like? did that with Nicole. Well, it was, it was Clay. yeah 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 it was clay he was the only like and yeah because i mean that's skipping ahead but basically like the the whole concept with these guys who literally are just like no i won't let you take her i'm like what about what she wants to do they're just going no you can't have her right now yeah how about she says okay you know what i'm gonna talk to him for another 10 minutes and then i'm gonna go hang out with you what about she's not like a blow-up sex doll that you guys are like sharing at a frat house what about the fact that like she's a human being and she can decide who she wants to talk to in the moment but yeah, yeah I, I don't know the, the whole. Yeah, the thing with Dylan that's so tough is that he is such a sweetheart, and I genuinely, genuinely believe that he's a really, really good guy. I just feel like 
I think he he's has just, like learning and growing to do. I think he's just I immature. Think so yeah, I think he saw something that's like super bright and shiny that he's super obsessed with. And because I'm just thinking of like, for example, how our partners would deal with it. And imagine, like, of course, they're different people. Sure. But like, imagine if, you know, their girl was doing that. They'd be like, um, look, I'm only sticking around for so long. Right. Or it would be like, look, I'm really bummed out about this. But like, if we're going to just keep this open right now, then like, even if your partner doesn't explore other options, it's just like, okay, we're both going to explore other options. And yeah. you kind of just do your thing and like chat with other people, even if in your heart, you know that you're not interested in anyone and else. And then if you see things starting to get more serious with the other person, you have to be like, look, what's the deal here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we're either doing this or we're not. And I'm and not maybe, being like, played back and forth and, like, anymore. Don't do it like while your partner is on a date with someone else well, in front of don't you allow and being yourself, like we need to talk right now don't allow yourself to be the victim in this situation mm-hmm. i know i know like step your game up say what you say what you deserve and what you, you want, and i you know? also both are like we're both so wired in the way that like if anyone was ever clingy with us we run well that's the other thing that's this situation with dylan the way he curls up basically in her lap and he's like, hold me, Hannah. I'm like, one, one of our broads on Twitter said something like, Jordan's walking in, tell, saying everyone in the villa is going to be calling him daddy. Dylan's <laughs> out here calling Hannah mommy. And I was like, oh, God, it was perfect. It was so savage. So savage and so true. Uh-huh. That's the that's the vibe for sure. And I know for me in relationships, if a, someone is like super with like needy like that with me uh-uh. i'm immediately just dry as a bone <laughs> like i can't do it you know no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um okay Get so a partner that doesn't need you also yes. i think he said this thing about like she said yes and then she said no and that's just like a red flag yeah mini red flag mini red tiny flag, red flag. Yeah. little like toothpick tiny, red flag like, like a toothpick umbrella it's like, like maybe you guys will be right eventually but like maybe not right now well also that mentality of like that someone can't change their mind is especially mm. like over a couple days mm-hmm. it's different if her and dylan have been dating for like six months and then all of a sudden this is happening oh, dude it's like he has the potential to be that guy who's gonna like keep driving past your house after you've broken up I know he's sweet, I know but I've well. also known like sweet guys, really sweet yep, guys yep, who yep. let their obsession get a little too mm-hmm. far. Also got a lot of DMs from broads because apparently him and Jed are like BFFs and Jed went and stayed with him in San Diego. And I don't think Dylan posted anything with Jed, but Jed was Smart like, all, I know, but Jed was all over IG posting him and Dylan were like at the OC fair. And I have to say <gasps> this. Yes. And that right away is like the sweet baby Dylan. No, like, okay. I have a lot of friends who I don't think are like the best characters (laughs) who are shady whores (laughs) who I'm not going to be like, Hey, all my like very, you know, uh, intellectual friends or Hey mom, here's my really good friends. We all have friends that we prefer to keep private that we We don't bring to parties. We have our friends that we keep in the closet sometimes, you know, it's all good. But the thing with Jed is since the whole bachelor thing and we discussed this if you would have done something like what jed did i would have been like yo bex like i am really bummed out about this i would have taken responsibility for what i did and been like i'm a piece of shit you would have taken but even if like let's just say you didn't i'd still be like yeah i'm i'm your friend i i i'm really bummed out we'd have an open conversation about it but here's the issue jed's been on instagram (laughs) 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 he barely keeps a straight face he's been on instagram post the Hannah season, literally trolling his followers' comments, Dude. like trolling oh, no, 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 them. No, 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 no. And I'm, I'm like, if you're bro. not watching on YouTube, I'm putting my head in my hands right now. 
Bitch, his responses are so cringy for one. He thinks he's a goddamn comedian and he is not funny. He's not funny. And so you have to go on Dred's Instagram and just look at the comments and look how much he's trolling random people. It's like, okay, this guy, there's, there is a... Dude, it reminds me of Leo because Leo, Leo after all that, that, Leo was like, oh, it was just a joke. Like, this is all big, one big comic sketch. And And Leo still does. And Leo still trolls his like followers, comments and other people. You realize that you're not going to win by like pretending to be genuinely sorry. So you flip the script and are like, this is just one big joke. It's just a (laughs) TV show. Yeah. That's exactly what Leo did. And that's what Jed's doing, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a TV show. Why is everyone taking it so seriously? Scum. Yes. Bye. So you being like homie homies with someone like that, another red flag for me. Now, okay. Okay. Nicole and Jordan's date, not much to mention from that. Um, Not much. No, I I will say um, the whole zip lining thing, like I would be (laughs) so pissed off with that fisheye camera angle, like in my face. She ought to sue them for defamation. Like honestly, she has the most incredible skin, but I'm, all I'd be thinking is like, oh cool. The US of A is looking into my pores. Like you can see every part of my pores. They've made me look like an egg and one giant pore. I'm suing Warner Brothers. It's like, why? Come on. Like, so this rude. is the girl's first. No, Clay was her first one on one, but whatever. Um, yeah, her, her and her and Jordan, they have a, they have a date. I, I just mean, loved her getting high off that date. Like she's, it's actually, I have to say pretty cute the way that she's like, oh, just like sure. fe- starting to feel herself with all of this. She's like, starting she's like, to really I got the feel power. herself. Yep. 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 And, and it's fun. And her and Jordan have like a good little gossip session together. She had her, her hand on his leg, I noticed. And so she was like, you know, she was doing the thing. Are you kidding me? Like half the girls, see, most of the girls see Jordan as just their gay best friend. Oh, immediately. If he came in, I'd be like, I'm going to couple up with you because I just want to talk with you all day. And I'd also be like, you know how to like French braid hair, right? Like, can you do? Thank you. That's you're going to so... teach me my best angle and I'm really trying to learn. So like, appreciate I'd be like, Jordan, you're a model. Can you take these photos of me? Thank you. <laughs> Remember, angle up, angle up. Thank you. <laughs> Chin down. Okay. Um, yes. So then we cut to the girls. Yes. Talking shit on Blake on dude. the beach, and that was like, ugh. dude, I did not like that. No, okay. Me first of all, getting your toenail <laughs> taking off. <laughs> they were making fun of that. I'm like, that shit hurts so bad you might as well amputate my arm with no anesthetic it could be worse it could it would be worse than that we literally talked about ripping fingernails off like last week remember when we were talking about that oh it's there's nothing worse getting your toe clear ripped off dude i am i have no i have goosebumps all over and like they were sitting there like cackling evilly about him losing his toenail like now he won't be able to walk around when he showers it's gonna be one open wound and it's just gonna be painful i'm like you you guys are scary this is really mean like he just literally hurt like actually hurt himself it's also frightening you know like the stanford prison experiment where you like put normal people in charge of other people i'm like you evil bitches within two hours would be like flogging people it was intense and i'm like i can be pretty goddamn mean like don't get me wrong with my back not sure but with the back talk but if I'm in front of somebody, first of all, if I'm sitting across from somebody, I can't be mean because I'm like, oh, I'm getting to know them as a human. But seeing someone Brene get Brown hurt, says it's hard to hate someone up close. And Brene Brown is my goddess and she's right. And I, <laughs> I feel know. that I feel that way. Yeah. And um, but what? Oh, no. But but seeing someone get hurt like that and then just like not even flinching, just like laughing about it where like he could hear. 
It was uncomfortable. I know. It was really uncomfortable. It's also just like, if we're backing up, it's like, in looking at a big picture, what has Blake really done? He's just a fuck boy. He's just, he's not even good annoying. at it. I, he's who sucks at it. <laughs> in the intro for the second episode that we watched this week, Chris Harrison goes, and bad boy Blake. And I'm like, mm, that's going to be a no. Like, he's no. the opposite of a bad boy. He, he's a good boy that got, that, that got, like, made some bad choices yeah, and doesn't like, know and how to handle and he's it. he's definitely kind of gooby. We saw him with his dancing. Like, he's not a bad boy. No. Like, Christian is a bad boy. Oh, Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. I know you it. have some tea and I'm so excited to find um, out. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's like the Blake thing. I, I'm not really, I, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind ha- seeing him like fall in love and like find someone. Yeah, um, I feel, yeah. No, I, I honestly, for me at the end of the day, I'm always like, everybody can find love. Like I'll cheer <laughs> anybody on if they find love and, if, and the other person is, it's consensual and wonderful. But, sure. but with Blake, after his conversation with Hannah, I do that have was some weird. That was weird and not okay. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Um, we also did find out before the girls were being uber mean um, that Blake has made it clear to Tasha that he's now just pursuing Hannah, um, and Tasha is rightly upset because she says that it does suck that he claimed her day one, even mm-hmm. though he knew that he was into Hannah and because of that she felt like she didn't get to know people right off the bat and I will say the very first day there was like half of the villa was like villa this is my love island talk half of uh of paradise was like um we're super vibing on Tasha, and everyone kind of backed down because Blake claimed her I also just like really don't understand why Blake I mean I still will never understand why Blake took Tasha on the first date that's one of like his, that's one of it. the biggest red flags to me about him. That seems very off and very sketch. Like, yeah. What was he trying to cover up? I think maybe it was a, a tactic to cover up that he had been seeing Kaylin and seeing Hannah outside of Paradise, and so it's kind of like, no, I don't know anybody in here. I'm going to go with Tasha. Yeah, I'm just confused. Especially since him and Kaylin talked about hiding it, and then it seems like him and Hannah talked about maybe hiding it too. Well, I think one of his biggest red flags is his manipulative conversation which actually let's just talk about that while we're on the topic of it um Um, and when blake's sitting with hannah wait can we actually do you mind if we go in order sure because my brain will probably freak yes i um, can't even find my own notes on Um, it either actually so uh, next we have oh okay kaylin is so disgusted first of all i (sighs) he says that he wanted her to be the bachelorette so we know now for a fact that he was hoping Kaylin would be the bachelorette, which is actually very sad. He says, I love your swimsuit, and he is literally staring at her tits, and I'm so uncomfortable. He also said she's the one I've been laser-focused on, and I'm like, that's frightening. And also, like, was that true, though? Because, like, he didn't walk in and right away start talking to her. Yeah, but it's also, like, he's obviously insecure. Yeah. I think he's going to really go in there, like... So he writes a recap for the day, and Cam (sighs) reads this. Guess what today is? A new day, and I know it's going to be a great one. Do you know why? Kaylin is so disgusted. Why? <laughs> like Jeez, I, her- I wrote, Kaylin is so disgusted. And Kim, because you are still here in paradise. Smiley face. She's like, I am. She, dude, he wrote his wedding vows to her, like, straight up after one kiss. And I don't know if you caught this. And I, my heart, like, feels bad for him in this situation. But this line, I had, oh, my God, I had chills all over my body. I was so wigged out. 
He writes, I licked my lower lips and your jalapeno Rita spice oh. still lingered and brought me such joy. That was, I was screaming out loud. I was like, Grayson, did you just hear what he said? He said he tasted her jalapeno Rita. If I would have been Caitlin, I would have just been like, um. I'm going to stop you right there. No, I would have just been like, um, help, help. Oh. Somebody please help me. Like, Restraining. He's going to kill me. No, like, dude. One kiss and he's writing to her about the lingering of her jalapeno That's Rita. By the way, I don't care if you're married. That's disgusting. That's really That's gross. disgusting. No, if, if, if I heard Evan talking about how he kissed you and tasted something you had drank or ate earlier. And he was licking his lips tasting it. I would be and gagging. And brought you joy. That's disgusting. I'd be gagging. I'd be gagging. It's so creepy and so gross. I know. And see, I, but then again, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, okay, well, you know, you taste their cherry chapstick, you taste their, but like something no, about the jalapeno Rita, also like jalapeno. <laughs> that's all I could think of, like jalapeno. That's disgusting. Like, you could Caleb say like, like I could <laughs> taste the champagne on your lips. That's kind of sexy, but like. That is sexy, but, but also. But like the taste of jalapeno on your lips brought me joy. But also it's different to say I tasted the t- I tasted the champagne on your lips while I was kissing you versus I was licking my lips later and I tasted your remnants and it brought, and me, brought joy. me joy and it was just like oh god also yeah no 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 let no. me write your poems for you Cam she looks like she's gonna die and attach herself immediately onto anyone else who walks into the house um, Literally. and I just want to be like Cam one kiss does not a relationship make oh. what's happening like at the very end, he wraps it up saying, don't let these stupid buttheads bring you down. Um, and then he hands her the note and goes, you can keep this for later. Like, And she was like, where is the nearest fire so I can burn this? That's the thing with Cam is that he's got this weird, like, cocky thing about him that if he was fully just like, Kaylin, I know this may be awkward and was then was super awkward about it and read her the poem, but he's kind of like, you can keep this for later. Like, you're going to like this. And then how he said before, yeah, he's just, I think, just so socially unaware. And he then says that he's planning on proposing to her in the end and they've had literally one kiss and he's saying that they have a really strong connection and their connection can weather the storm. They had one kiss and one conversation. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. He's just oh, okay. We really got to blow okay. through the through the rest of this episode because we got so much. Mike shows up. Yes, he says I'm going after what's mine. Which ew, I don't like when men say that. I yeah, I wrote down that when Mike Johnson says it, it's sexy. But if Cam would have said it, everyone would have been wigged out, right? Yeah, yeah. and I also just don't like that line. Like she's not yours. I'm ob- yeah. I'm obviously very excited when Mike walked in and all the women literally faint and the men are chanting. It's, it's like a god walk. Maybe in. it's just because Kaylin sort of bugs me. But I was just like, you're going directly for Kaylin, and I was also sort of like, did Mike want Kaylin to be think, the bachelor? I think he did. I think he did. And then that was sort of weird for me. And I was like, this sort of like tints the whole Hannah season in a weird light. Well, I was having a hard time watching their date in general because you. I love me some Mike. I genuinely love Mike. But I think I was watching too soon off of Hannah's season with him that some of the lines and like the I can't stop smiling. It was the same. That I know. It felt like I was rewatching. That's what I Hannah. said. I said. He's acting exactly like how yeah. He was and with I was Hannah. like, maybe everyone does this, but it's just because it's so soon that I'm noticing it, and it well, made it's me like feel the exact weird. lines. That's yeah, why it's like it was the exact, and he had the big smile, and like which I know he always has the big smile, yeah. but um, 
Oh, by the way, also, before he asks Kalen out, Anyeka's, like, literally drooling all over him. Oh, I know. Um, Cam wants to die because of it. <laughs> um, I, do, I do have to say this about Cam as well. He might be the most person who's not there for the wrong reasons. Like, he's the one who's there for the, like, maybe the, the oh. main one there for the right reasons, Cam. Oh, I know. Because, like, no one wants to get married and make, like, Bachelor in Paradise work I more know. than him. You know what I mean? I know. And he has less than 20K on Instagram. Oh, my God. Compared to people who are, like, we're dealing with millions. Yeah, it's not like he's trying to start his rap career. Like, he's, he's genuinely, like... Um, I do have to say, when the girls were talking about Mike and they're like Mike's a stud and he walked up and he's like I have big ass ears I can hear you guys I know it's so funny <laughs> it's so cute I love that um yeah I wrote down did Mike think Kaylin was the bachelorette too and then Kaylin and Mike laugh I don't know why both in Kaylin's date with Mike and maybe she just bugs but in both her date with Dean and Mike I was like why are you guys just giggling about everything it was just a lot it was a lot of giggling it was Stop. a lot of giggling um I also was wondering how they're kind of setting it up that Mike came and then Dean came right after. And the producers know that Dean and Kalen have been talking. I know. It made me think, are they trying to set Mike up to be the bachelor? Maybe. Because he's, he's there. All the girls like him. And like he said later in the next episode, he's not going to get involved in a love triangle. You know, just the but way then he you talks. Also, you also then saw him kind of like 180 and then like be like, now Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't feel that. I will say I did. I did chat with Mike the other day and he does not know anything. So there's no leanings of anything right now. Does not know anything about being potentially the bachelor. He knows it's not being talked about with him at the moment. Oh, but they don't do that. They don't do that until later anyways, though. Right. Yeah. I still don't think he's going to be the bachelor. Yeah. I think it's Pete. Like, all. and then I also read a Chris Harrison interview again that said the whole thing that he said about Tyler was misconstrued. Yeah, I saw that, too. Right. Even though Tyler's been spotted out on more dates with Gigi. Yes. Shut up. Yeah, they're like they're like hanging. Yeah. And they're gorgeous together. So sexy. So sexy. I'm just like, can More you please just have a baby just for the rest of us for the world so that we can enjoy your I child? I them so hard. I know. I know. I know. Ah, that makes me so crazy happy. Okay. Right before by the way, my right before Mike and Kaylin go on the date, we have another cam moment where I was going to touch on this where he said that he's born to be a husband and father. All he can think about are two phone calls. One, calling his fiance's parents to get their blessing. Two, calling his parents to tell them that he got engaged. As he's crying saying this, okay? And I just want to be like, Cam, I think you're putting marriage on a little bit of a pedestal. Like, here's the deal. Love Shouldn't being him married. and Annalise be together? They should be together. I'm like, I love being married. It's great. And I will say, getting a call from a friend that they saw Evan ring shopping was a great call for me. But I will say, of equal, if not greater value, was the call that I got from like Carnival Cruises. They were like, you want a week free in the cruise? <laughs> I was like, oh my God! <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe Cam, maybe focus on getting a girl to like you first. Yes. Also abroad sent us ABC, always bear children. <laughs> oh my god okay 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 okay, okay. fast fast yes fast. um <sighs> kaylin and mike have their date like you said K- mike starts it by saying it's possibly the last first date ever oh my which, god which that's a, a lot it was a lot 
it was so hard for me because I like him so much. But like, it was just, it just felt weird having just seen him with Hannah and saying a lot of these same things. Um, he was saying, I like you. That's crazy for me to say. Um, I mean, yeah. the, the paradise really isn't filmed very long after like well, probably it like, like two, within a month. Like he gets sent back in like a couple weeks after. Yeah. Within a month. Well, he also made a comment. He said, for the first time in a very long time, Kaylin has me wondering about a future. And he says with her. And I'm like, did you add the with her? Because a couple weeks ago, you were saying you were that you wanting saw to marry with Hannah. Hannah. I was just really confused about it, to be honest. No. Um, then, yeah, their date. They had the full blown Chuck E. Cheese style marching band popping up from what looked like an empty building. That was insane. It looked just like Chuck E. Cheese, really right? Did. Old school. And it all of a really sudden, did. like Chuck, you're like, like, <laughs> like the chef pops up from the corner so when you're a kid. You're just I know. So Demi Dare keep going at it. Um, Will says it's weird how they get along together, and I'm like, I think it's just because most of the time they're drunk too. That really helps. They definitely do seem intoxicated They look like they have a, a freaking great time, They though. look like they are having the best time. And I'm definitely, like, definitely falling for Derek. I was, like, whatever right? about Derek. And now I'm, like, mm. I didn't Sexy see it. Jim Halpert like, is, like, charming. And emotionally mature. Definitely emotionally And the mature. way that he was even before uh, Demi came clean to him and all that, he was just very mature and perceptive yeah. in his conversation. He was very perceptive in the sense of like, I feel like you're holding back. Yes. And he was very tuned into what was going on. So into really reading her. And now I'm starting to get very attracted to Derek. Yeah. yeah. He's really got a lot going yeah. for him. Okay. So Wills pulls Katie aside. Katie looks grossed out by Wills. First of I all. I was so heartbroken watching this for wills like what is the deal should we make wills the next bachelor because this guy like cannot catch a break um like what was happening that was okay she's laughing then she was crying Uh, she must have been fucked up right she She must have been drunk she looked drunk to me her eyes were kind of like a glossy and you know how when you get drunk and you cry for no reason you can't stop crying yes absolutely done it many times she was for sure drunk girl in the bathroom talking to her friend yeah and I was so sad for him, though, because, yeah, I think the face that she was making that seemed grossed out was her being sad that she was about to turn him down because yes. he kept saying these nice things. And she was like, Ugh. I do know that feeling. You're like, I want this I to work. It's exactly I what I want, but it's not there. She's like literally speaking at this point, another language. No one understands what she's saying about that. She can't handle being in a love Pentagon and all this stuff. And it cracked me up because Wills comes out of there and he goes, that didn't necessarily go as planned. <laughs> oh my God. But also it was like, Katie, don't worry, girl. Wills is fine. Wills is fine. Like, he it's was okay. Like, I know right. it's so hard to turn someone down who's so nice. But, like, if you don't like him, you don't like him. And no. it's worse to lead someone on. It was so like I, Hannah with Mike. It was like Hannah with Mike, yeah. Except not drunk. Yeah. I will say um, I do appreciate that Katie immediately was just like, no. Like, that she did not go, okay. Even though nothing was cracking with her, with any of the other guys in her, like, probably drunk state she still was just like no thank you i'm so sorry but no i can't i i appreciated that um but then we see what katie and chris what i was like okay i mean we love zaddy chris and we love katie so i'm super down but that really threw me for a loop right that did not seem like the coupling but i will say she is seems very emotionally mature yeah and he's, you know, the old guy. <laughs> yeah. I could he's see not him. old. I know, I know, I know. What did you think he was 32? He's 30. 
34, I think. Maybe it's 32. Yeah, maybe I 32. Think he's not even 34. It's like Derek's 30, I'm like, Blake's oh, cool, 30. Yeah. Um, I could I could also see Katie and Derek working really well. Yes. I wonder yes. if that might. I'm actually having kind of a hard time getting a read on Katie. And I think that's part of the reason why Chris threw me for a loop. I'm really like, I, I really like her. Yeah. I just actually don't understand. I don't quite understand her or like her type or what she needs in a relationship. Yeah, yet. I don't either. At Maybe all. we're just not seeing enough. Yeah. Of her. I think, well, she mentioned later to Derek in the second episode that she, Put, uses humor as a wall like Demi does so mm-hmm. maybe we're just seeing her being like funny and mm-hmm. sassy and snarky about certain things and yeah. we're laughing but we're not really getting to know her okay now so now oh god Blake takes Hannah now did you hear Demi talking about throwing up in her boot as they're walking I up? was cracking she goes, up. and I threw up in my boot I puked in my boot and then I have to I had to like walk in with one shoe <laughs> I'm like, we I was like, a I was alone like, for that one. Is like, this another stagecoach story? Is oh my a- god, stop! It probably is. Holy shit, she was at stagecoach. Honestly, the PR <laughs> that stagecoach stage is getting. Coach. Oh my god, right? the PR. I'm, I'm like, how can they so even many- talk about it? I know, really. And so like many people didn't like, know what it was. I've been like hearing people going, I never even knew what stagecoach was. Like oh, now all, now stagecoach is going to sell out night one. Like Coachella real, this does. is where you get laid and you get fucked up. Apparently. Oh my God. So Blake sits down with Hannah and this he, conversation of in your gut, you can feel this honey. I, that this was the most maybe angry I was in the episode because she's the way he said that too. He didn't just say in your gut. She says, uh, first of all, she's like, why aren't you coming over to me? And he's like, I'm going to pursue you in my own way. And then she says that she's stressing because her biggest fear is getting heartbroken. She's trying to navigate it, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I think the reason you're making these excuses, which, uh, excuse me. I think the reason you're making these excuses that you're saying is because in your gut, you can feel this. She's just talking to you, dude. Like, there's no excuses. She's explaining that she's just trying to navigate the situation. It's like, that's the thing with Blake that I have such a hard time. I feel like we're seeing a few guys here who are like Dylan's, who are over the moon about somebody, but they're not trying to, like, convince them. It's like they're sad, and that's, I guess, a way of mm-hmm. manipulating sometimes, too. But the whole, like, don't make these excuses. You know it's me and you in the end, baby. It's just like, no. So, no. I just didn't like it. And and then he he turns it around after the manipulation where he goes oh and then let's swing dance and the all the girls sucked. and all the girls are like oh I recognize that and Christina Tasha and then the next day Kaylin was like yeah he used to dance with me like that too that's why I'm so I'm kind of so over the girls talking about the Blake stuff like this because again freaking christina you guys agreed you were just friends so don't throw stop throwing this shade of like i recognize those moves like they need to stop i will say this though if i was in that situation i'd be throwing shade like oh i would say that 100 percent. but also 
I don't know if I would be in that same position because I would have a hard time if I agreed that I was just friends with someone sleeping with them, turning it around and attacking them for like, how could you go sleep with someone the next night? I would be embarrassed. Yeah. I suppose though, Christina and Kaylin are both exes. So, and then they slept with him after, but they did have a relationship with him. So it's kind of like watching your ex-boyfriend do the same moves on another girl. I just still don't. "Mm." Yeah. No, 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 no. Not with the dancing comments. I guess it's just, yeah. I feel like the the biggest issue that I see with Blake is the way that he talks to Hannah and the way he yes. does this manipulation thing. Yes, I agree. I really think we need to stop making this whole, like, he slept with us twice in one weekend. It's like, yeah. stop. You guys no. said you were just friends. Yeah, if you're going to have a problem with him, let it be because of the way that he speaks. Yeah. And it's like demands. You both agreed you were just hooking up, and you both just hooked up with him, and it happened to be the same weekend. And it's interesting because I got kind of like a little comment war on our Instagram about this because people are like, yeah, because people were like that's disgusting and i was like i've slept with two guys in like over the period of a short period of time and people like that's disgusting why what's the fucking difference if i hook up with two people if we think it's okay to hook up with people what's the difference if i hook up with two just friends over the course of two weeks or two months versus two days why the fuck does it matter yeah you had a fun weekend you know but really like why are we saying that it's disgusting i know i don't like that at what point what's the period of time where it's okay to have in between two casual hookups where then it's not disgusting it's yeah, like, if you're cheating that's one thing yeah if oh, you have oh my a, God. a verbal consent and negotiation with somebody that you are officially exclusive, exclusive then yes 100 percent. i'm just like why is it okay to do it over the course of like one month but not a one weekend why if it, why, it doesn't matter like what i have to save well, my pussy for a week after that <laughs> casual hookup until it's you need to keep her locked up until she needs, to, she needs to sleep until the allotted two weeks has passed where i then her, may hook up sleep. casually with someone else I don't know. Um, okay. well they start making out in front of everybody um dylan is so upset now here's my thing with this um i personally do not think that it's there's anything wrong with hannah being in paradise and pursuing different relationships she hasn't i agreed think to be exclusive we're dealing with all these dudes who are trying to put a ring on it so fast that it makes it look like it's sketchy for her to be talking to different people but like she's literally just dating like a normal person like dates other people and but i i will say if i was in her position i would definitely not make out with the person in front of you also have to remember though it looks like she's making out with him right in front of it so i know they i know that i don't know if she knew and this is actually what dean said about the whole delo situation which i don't think is totally fair but they didn't know they're right there so even in this situation it's dark on the beach and they have no idea that the producers are all like hey everyone go look at the two of them making out right now (laughs) and that the camera zoomed in on them you know what i mean yeah so there's probably a little bit of drinking involved but they're in a dark part of the beach i don't really think it is quite like it's he's in the hot tub and she's in the pool with right right like right 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 in front of him yeah yeah i think that you know well the girls are all hyping dylan up to go talk to him which, which i don't think was a good i move. don't think it was either i was like girl stop just let the, him have their have let them have their moment go redirect it just after. makes him seem more desperate exactly like, it was weird that was weird too so but dylan was way more respectful regardless and he asks to talk and blake's just like you've had her all day like you're shadowing around blah 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 she tries to talk blake cuts her off i don't know if you know 
Hannah tried to speak maybe three or four times and every time Blake cut her off mm-hmm. and was like talking about her with her standing mm-hmm. there. Um, what she wanted. Exactly. Blake goes, she's had a hard week this week. She has a lot going on and needs time to make a decision on her own. You can't swarm her. Like, and then he starts going like, I didn't do this before when you were with her. So you wouldn't, so she wouldn't be uncomfortable. Like what you're doing right now, you're making her uncomfortable. And she's literally just standing there like, uh, can she have an opinion? Like I was like, guys, just act like parents divorcing and stand there and say okay hannah who do you want to spend the rest of the night with i know oh my god blake well the blake was just giving me the vibes of the guy that you go out with for the first time who orders your entire meal and drink on the first date that's who blake is that's not good that's that's not good right she's gonna have the pinot noir i'm like i actually like why we'll have the pinot it's it's a great it's a great year you're gonna love it trust me i'm like i don't like the red no 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 you're gonna love it it's great And then at the the same time, Dylan's the one who's going to be like checking in on you while you pee. Like, hey, honey, (laughs) stop. Can I have a moment to myself? Shoving toilet paper under. Do you need more toilet paper? Shoving it under. Because at the same time, time, I also don't think it's fair for Dylan to do that because he's also not respecting that she's having time with someone else. Right. And especially, I will say, she was with Dylan all day. Yes. So Blake didn't talk to her until the end. And clearly, if she's enjoying making out with this guy, like stop well both and, of them need to stop and she and dylan ends up walking away and she hops back into uh the little mattress on the island the little love making bed on the island and starts uh macking with blake again and the girls so. are talking shit and i'm like you guys are just fucking jealous stop that was just yeah. catty too like hannah's just a little player yeah it's like, no hannah's ugh. now i will say this when the girls were talking about hannah they were saying something like she plays innocent, but she's not. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I do think that Hannah does the doe. I'd like, I don't, I don't understand why everybody has a crush on me. Like, I don't know why Blake's pursuing me. She knows that Blake went and saw her a week before paradise and doing this whole, like, what do you mean? I forget thing? about that. And that's weird. And she's also hiding. I don't, dude, all this backstory stuff. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, I don't like all this hiding. And so that's actually kind of the theme for the second episode is that everybody seems to have secrets. Well, and then we see, and then Dylan says like, did they date before something? He's like, am I missing something? Did they yes, date before? Yes, you're missing you're like, something, sweetie. Uh, that's correct. Uh, they did. Yes. Um, so before we hop into the second episode of the week, um, broads, are there any of you out there with bad vision? Any bad vision broads? Can I hear you say, hey? (laughs) Blind broads. Hashtag blind broads. I don't know if we've ever discussed this before, but I have terrible eyesight, like bad, bad, bad. And if I didn't have my contacts, well, I would never be able to see Becca's beautiful face. And here I am today to tell you about Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. And my blind broad sisters and brothers know what a pain this can be. Well, with Simple Contacts, instead of heading to the doctor year after year just to renew your prescription for something you wear every day, you can do it in your own time and your own terms in just a few minutes renewing the prescription you can take the five minute simple contacts vision test online it'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor and you receive a renewed prescription and can reorder your contacts 
All you need is your current contacts, an internet connection, and 10 feet of space. Even if you're totally out of contacts, they've got an option for you too. And if you have an unexpired RX and need more contacts, just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and you can order your lenses that way. They do all of the hard work for you and take care of verifying and confirming your prescription. Rods, I just renewed my prescription with Simple Contacts online and it could not have been easier. It takes Five minutes. Five minutes as opposed to taking your lunch break at work off to drive and wait at the doctor's and then be all cold in that chair. Uh, P.S. This is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. Make sure to get your eyeballs checked at the doctor's for that. Uh, their vision test is only $20. Compare that with an appointment, which without insurance Ooh. could cost up to 200 Oh, yeah. It's so expensive. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find your lenses at the best price. The Contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we're offering a promotion to our listeners. To save $20 on your lenses, go to simplecontacts.com slash chatty20 or enter code chatty20 at checkout. Again, check out Simple Contacts and get $20 off by going to simplecontacts.com slash chatty20 or just enter code chatty20 at checkout. Give it a try. And thank us later. Mm. You hashtag mm. blind broads. Hashtag blind broads. Oh, you know what else you wouldn't be able to see if you didn't have contacts? What? Your gigantic beast of a dog. <laughs> your horse dog. My sweet, precious pup, Boris. My 200-pound firstborn. I love him so much. And I want him to feel like the special love he is, which is why I get him BarkBox. BarkBox is the dog crazy company that celebrates the special connection you share with your pooch. It's a monthly gift that both you and your dog can't wait to open. Every month, BarkBox sends the best all natural treats and chews and innovative toys to match your dog's unique needs. Each box has free delivery and contains over $40 worth of toys and treats with subscriptions starting at just $22. Have a big pup, small pup, medium pup? BarkBox curates every box to meet your dog's needs. You can change your dog's size at any time. <laughs> That's funny. If your puppy grows, <laughs> your bark box will grow with you. You can choose a plan. One month, six month, 12 month plans are available and you can get a box filled with treats that are grain free, never contain soy, wheat or corn. And all the meat is sourced in the USA and all treats are made in the USA and Canada. And the dog toys. All dog toys are designed in-house by our dog crazy designers with the very best materials like stomach safe t-shirt rope, spiky ball cores, and dozens of innovative squeakers. Let me tell you, my big 200 pound boy pretty much destroys every toy we get him within a day. And I can vouch for BarkBox's toys and say that Boris has had this squeaky toy for one month and we're still going strong. And Boris isn't barking at the mail lady anymore because now he knows that sometimes she brings him a special box so cute and full of treasures it's dog day every month broads also makes a great gift for people who love their pups and they offer gift cards as well nice for a free extra month of bark box visit barkbox.com slash chatty when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan that's a free extra month when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan by visiting barkbox.com slash chatty all right so like fab hit fun for your dog i know (laughs) Sexy little dog box. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So theme of this episode, episode two, everybody has secrets. Everybody has secrets. Um, Speaking of secrets, they're saying that Derek and Demi are the only established couple. Uh That's how it appears. Um, Insert the Tanner and Demi Twitter drama. 
So, yeah, we were talking about this earlier, and um, why don't you just give a little so basically, recap of um, that? So, basically, I, like, as we know later in this episode, um, that Demi decides to share with Derek about everything that's going on. Well, sure. Tanner, um, Jade's husband, Tanner, hopped on Instagram and <clears throat> said... Demi calls out a guy for going on a dating show while having a girlfriend back home on night one of Hannah's season. Also, Demi goes on a dating show with a girlfriend back at home and pre-plans to get engaged to her at the end of Paradise. So messy. Um, Immediately, I believe that Demi replies, oh, fuck off, not the same at all. Maybe I can teach you a thing or two about going down on your wife. Which I'm really curious as to where that, that came from. There must be something about know, like, Tanner like, not being a giver or it something. It must be something. There must be something. Right? And then Tanner says, it's not the same thing. Then how, it's not the same thing? <laughs> then how did I hear about your plan before filming even started? Demi said, there was no plan. You were speaking of something you heard about as if it was a fact. I was 100% honest and upfront the entire time. You are a grown-ass man tweeting about rumors. Okay, that's not true, though, what she's saying. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I will say that Hannah B. popped into this Twitter oh war. And she said, one is my best friend. One is my ex fiance. I can tell you firsthand, not the same. Of course, they're not the same. They're not the same. And of I course. don't. And I think that him. I don't think he's saying they're the same. Like, you know. I mean, he did compare the two side by side. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I also understand. And yeah. it actually really kind of irked me about this episode because for two reasons. One, because I felt like, and we'll jump into this later, I felt like people really weren't taking her seriously because it was a relationship with a girl. And I think a lot of people do do this with bisexual Mm -hmm. women where it's kind of like, oh, this is a fling. This is a phase, whatever. They don't really see it as like a valid real relationship Mm -hmm. because it's just a girl hooking up with another girl. But then also using it sort of a little bit as an excuse, like I'm uncomfortable, which I'm not saying this isn't true. She says she's been uncomfortable talking about this and mm-hmm. i'm like i totally understand why i get that but also that doesn't that's that's not a valid excuse or a reason why you haven't been upfront and honest about the fact that you were dating someone coming into this show and that you've still been thinking about this person yes it definitely like the whole thing like we and her saying, saying she's been like that's it's just not true where she's saying she was honest and upfront the whole time because she hasn't been this whole episode was just full of so many contradictions to me because we have people you know, coming at Hannah, kind of slut shaming her in a way for bouncing all over, but no one's upset at Nicole and Nicole's doing the exact same thing. Nicole's being a quote player. If we're going to call it that. Right. Like, and, and I don't know, like, I don't understand. And then with the Demi thing, like there's no, like some people can come on, but like we're giving Blake this whole hard time, but like Demi's coming on with someone that she's seeing. I don't know. It just, I feel like it literally like comes down to like, do you like them or and not? That's exactly what I was and about to say. It's like, Demi, do you so, like it? Yeah. So like, it's okay. And and so I do kind of understand. Um, yeah, I, I get, and I thought that too. I was just kind of like, okay, but like you're, you've been seeing this guy not letting him know that you're, that there, you left a serious relationship at home. And also like, um, I'm not siding with Tanner about this situation. It's kind of just dumb to get in that little mm-hmm, argument back mm-hmm. and forth. But also there's a reason why he's saying he heard about that before filming. 
I mean, like, I, I believe that 100%. And I've yeah. been saying that. Like, it seems like there is some kind of plan to have her girlfriend on and right. have that be the well, outcome. Well, I would imagine from, from the uh, producer's perspective, like, this is a way to introduce a same-sex relationship. Of course. And everyone loves Demi, so she's the perfect person to, to have that happen with. But, like, you're not going to just, like figure like find the you know i don't know if jamie is down to the uh, the one girl who from next season who's bisexual but like you'd what what find the one other person who maybe is bisexual who's out who's out who's out because let's exactly. be real bisexual when uh, and i really yeah anyway we'll get more into that but yeah it comes it's like out. of course this is i think this is a great way for them to introduce um you know like fluidity oh, it in, totally makes sense into like, into the the uh the bachelor nation you know narrative but i do understand that that is a kind of weird like she can go on with someone but no one else can well and also i just don't think it's true that that wasn't the plan i think that that was the plan and I'm it sure. seems very obvious that it was and also like being honest that's it hasn't well been the and case we, and we see front. clips uh we saw clips at the very beginning when they showed that uh, the trailers of her making out with the person so obviously yeah. the person shows up in paradise we see that the person shows up in paradise she's like i love her so much i mean unless there's a, another bisexual person that they or another a gay woman that shows up i have no idea but like we're getting it seems like her person is going to show up in paradise so I'm sure that that person was also talking to producers and all this stuff was already planned. Of course. And I guess that's, that's just the thing I sort of take issue with is it's like, yeah. And I I do feel for, I do feel for Derek in this situation because I, I feel like he really, really genuinely likes her. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't, people are acting like it's, um, or like the other girls are sort of acting. That's what I was trying to say is like it seemed like they were invalidating it but it's like Derek reacted how I thought was the appropriate reaction where Mm -hmm. he's like wait but like you're are you dating this do you want do you want to date her you want to date me like it's like how does it work when you're in with one and in with another and because because like let's look at it as if she was dating a man at home yeah I think people would see this this uh very differently which is why I think it's sort of um a symptom of this bisexual erasure of not taking her relationship with this chick seriously Mm -hmm. imagine if she said I've been dating this guy at home everyone would be like very different (laughs) it would look very different but no one seems to really be taking it serious well two sides like I said they're not taking it very seriously because they don't consider it serious or because people think that it's okay because it's great that she's the yes, first woman we're wanting out of we're body. wanting this to happen so we're waiting for it eagerly yeah right because it's like wow that's awesome that she's gay but also it's it's still a secret okay. yeah so you see then we have the demi talking to katie about it also real quick yeah john paul jones is asleep in the spa and that's not a liability <laughs> maybe we need to watch his drink count because the man is slumped over the side of the spa i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think he's drunk i think that's just jpj he's just lounging like when he was under the pillows yes writing remembering the sonnet for tasha dude i'm so i think he was just hang i think he was just taking a nap i think he was too i think he was too actually (laughs) i didn't even think he was asleep i was like i think he's just like watching the water like a little kid would slumped over the side of the spa probably okay so demi's talking to katie yeah that's you know it was actually that was a really really beautiful i mean aside from what we're talking about i thought it was like just an absolutely beautiful way that they introduced her um 
and it was it was strange because she's like telling Katie, and obviously Katie knows already. Like she's yes. one of it's a, the Demi's best like, friends. Let's have a sit down chat. Um, but I was I thought it was really interesting. We saw a very different picture of Demi that she's talking about that she's afraid oh, that people are going to change she's like, their I'm, minds. And about I also her. loved what she said, which is, yeah, I love that she talked about. I, I'm like sick of trying to act like I'm a tough girl. Well, you this had brought hard. this up before where you were like, sometimes Demi frustrates me because you're like, oh, I, I feel that. Like she's putting on this thing. Yeah. And when she says, she's like, I'm tired of being tough Demi, Demi God. Like that's just a shield to protect yes! myself. Oh, I had like my, I had a serious watery eyes during this. Um, yeah, and remember, I, I know I was, I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to say it. No. But I remember saying that mm-hmm. where it's like, dude, this is all just a facade to like cover up her vulnerability, yeah. which I want to see. Her, and seeing her cry was pretty powerful because we haven't seen like this emotional part of her. And I, I always forget that like her mom is in prison. Like, not now. She's out now, but she was. And so, you know, and then she mentions that she's been surrounded by people her whole life that make her feel really bad and stupid and unworthy. And you kind of wonder, like, she does have such this, like, sharp, funny, quick guard up and, like, like sexy vibe that you, we don't really get to see that side. And I oh, wonder how... she's had how, a rough life for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's for sure had a rough yeah. life. So I thought it was so beautiful. I'm so happy her parents took it all well. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's... It's difficult. It's difficult. It's I think coming out in as bi in some ways is more difficult than coming out as just a lesbian. Yeah, I mean obviously it's like it's so, so different, but people don't fucking take you seriously that's unless the thing. you like, I think commit to I, one side I'm or the sure other. that she just is getting so much kickback of being like really like you were on the bachelor like we don't believe it you're just doing this thing to get attention and blah 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 like you're just a party that's always the thing you're a party girl just like no it well and this is a conversation for a whole other day but i also was really thinking about this hard um this past week and i was thinking about my reaction to women who are bi versus women who are just lesbian and it's like I love I love lesbians Uh, women who are bi though I've always like had a there's this um you know when you have like that flare-up reaction inside your body where you're Mm -hmm. just kind of like a you're just kind of like uh, like something Mm -hmm. like tweaks you the wrong way Mm -hmm. I've always kind of had that reaction and I'm like I wonder if this is like something internalized for me and there's sort of like maybe a jealousy or an envy of someone who can be very like openly fluid and go back and forth. And there's something Mm. maybe, and I, I was really examining that and I was like, is this something like within me? Like the reason I have such this like reaction of like sort of anger to women who are able to be like openly bi, and, and it's really difficult for me to like unpack sometimes because I wonder it's so difficult being raised in a Christian home and, and, I wonder sometimes I'm like, I don't even like know fully who I am because there's so much internalized, like so much that I was told was wrong. Girl, I think about it all the time. I think about like how we were raised and how that was always the narrative, at least in the Christian community I grew up in is that like if you're bisexual you're just like wanting to get around town you're not really like and it's beyond the Christian community our culture always says like if you're bi you're just slutty yeah and and it's yeah and and 
not ever having the opportunity to explore certain things or like friends around me being able to explore certain things because that was just looked down upon so yes. heavily. Yeah. The, yeah. Know. There's like a jealousy in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've also like thought, I mean, this is a conversation for a whole other episode, but I've also like thought back on some of my friendships with close friendships with girls where there was totally girls that I wanted to have sex with that were my best friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think on that, and it's like, fuck, I think, and I think sometimes even like watching Demi, I'm like, I can never like be that. But like, you could. I guess, but I don't you even could. know if, I don't even know if I feel comfortable with myself to be, ever be at that point, you know? And again, this is a conversation for a oh, whole B. other episode. Make me all teary. I'm not coming out as bi, so shut up everyone. <laughs> don't say anything to me about it. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, and I'm I sure don't. you understand what, where I'm coming from. And just points my hair. <laughs> and like, yeah, I get it. it just sucks. It yeah. sucks. And I actually like really understood what she was saying. Or mm-hmm. it's like, I, I, that's fucking hard. And when she was saying mm-hmm. like, it's hard for me to talk about it, I feel uncomfortable admitting it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I think that's well, something that we should really like get into on another episode. I would, I would really love to talk oh. about that because I have, I've had you know struggles and process things because of how i was raised as well i'd love to dive into this with yeah, you. yeah i think fucking bachelor in paradise is giving me an identity crisis i'm like who even am i <laughs> what is happening with this with the bachelorette <laughs> i'm questioning everything I'm, the bachelorette in paradise the bachelor in paradise is making us have all these ide- i mean it is yeah. not what i expected my goodness yeah. this reality tv show is really doing a number on me for real for real um, um okay Okay, so um, we see Hannah and Dylan having the conversation where Dylan's, like, trying to get out of her, like, I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. At one point, Hannah's like, probably because I suck. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, just let's just come on. (laughs) Is Hannah turning into our villain? It's sometimes, like, every every time she says something now, I'm just like, all right, all right. Okay, yeah, you think you suck. You think you're weird. Okay, all right, Miss Perfect. Like, please. I'm just going to go hide in a corner and feel bad about myself apparently okay and then kevin um, said what we were but then all she was thinking. on she was honest yes she, she was, was honest so she told him and um she says that blake texted her booked a flight to go see her says they met up had a conversation they kissed and, and then when she home? went home and i was like okay oh, all right <laughs> you're gonna fly out to have a conversation somewhere i literally put in my notes and they kissed with they quotation marks i'm like yeah okay yeah oh All right. right yeah sure <laughs> hannah you, you you enjoy you you're a little you're a little kitty cat like you guys you're not just gonna have a kiss i'm Come sure on, you and blake real. got your finger bang on wherever. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wherever public trans wherever out. you were i don't know oh <laughs> my god and then this is where my notes stop because i had to watch everything on my phone oh so so kevin that's when he was like, he's oh, yes. not even that good looking. About and I was Blake. like, well, we've all been thinking. We've, that's what we've all Kevin's thought. like, doesn't look like he puts in much time at the gym. <laughs> Kevin's like, I've been working on those this body for are weak. And everyone's all poor, over those. Yeah, poor Kevin's like looking in the mirror going like, I mean, because I, he's classically like just as attractive as Blake is, right? Probably a bit more so. Yeah, except for his like, personality. But he's got like a cute little gap tooth, yeah. like piercing eyes. I know, but it's, you know, it's Kevin. We'll not that attractive so we find out though again it was a week before paradise 
question again. Why did he ask Tasha out? Tasha's tweaked about this and is like, why the hell didn't Hannah say anything to me before I went on the date with Blake? Like her and I had a conversation. She's upset. She's like, of all people, you know, why wouldn't you say like, we're friends? Why, why aren't you saying this to me? And she pulls Hannah aside. Um, Hannah said she wanted to keep it private. Uh, Tasha, I felt like, you know, she's coming for her. She's saying, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated. But then we walk away and Hannah's like, Tasha's mean girling she me. She was not. She was just confronting her. It's like, girl, you have clearly never been mean girled if you think that was a mean girl. Like, my goodness. Oh, I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm going to make an assumption. I don't, I don't know if she's ever, like, been bullied or had any kind of, like, serious... I mean, if she thinks kind of- that was mean girl, I would imagine probably not. Because, right. Tasha, I also actually appreciated the fact, regardless of if you agree with Tasha or not, that she immediately went to Hannah and talked to her And about didn't it. talk a bunch of shit behind yep. her back. Yep. She just went straight to Hannah. Which is kind of what everyone else seems to be their MO. Mm-hmm. I love the way T- Tasha handles things. Me too. I love the way she's direct. I love the way she just cuts things off. Like, with Blake, she was like, I don't want to be his second choice. Like, Dude, She's I really like badass. I'm so into Tasha. Me too. And I, I, I did not. I didn't see. I it know we weren't. We were like whatever about. Cold, well, and cold you even season. said you met her in person. I was like, okay, like I'm sure she was. Cool, no, and I was like, no, I swear to God. I, I, I came back I right away and I told you I was like, listen, B. Tasha's amazing. And, and I was like, just kind of right. like, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm telling hard you. For me, hard for me to picture. It's I just know. night and day from the girl we saw in Colton season. It she really is. is funny. She's cool. She's cool and she's funny. And she, she just. Yeah, she's got it. She's I got it. it going on. Um, so we said we see that Caitlin says that she's she's like Blake's Tasha a sweet and Derek guy. would also be good together, but obviously we have the best couple in paradise. Oh, Mom and fucking dad. I'm about to make T-shirts with their face on it. <gasps> Tasha and JPJ forever. Honestly. I w- I'm gonna and go. Do like really tacky airbrush ones, like with heart yes. and their faces, like, like with, '90s style. Yes, with like oh the my God. faded vignette yes. around their faces. Like. Yes, and even if they break up, I'll still wear if it. Every if day. they break up, we'll do forever in our hearts. Oh yeah, like an R.I.P. moment, kind of. Yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kaylin says that Blake's a sweet guy who made the wrong turn into. I believe she says Fucksville, and she's ready to move on. So. Yeah, we've been saying she's ready to move on for how sure. long now, girl? Well, now now her dream boat walks in, which, by the way, I feel really bad for Mike at this point because her and Mike have what Mike thinks is a great I date. Know. And literally, she doesn't even bat an eye and, like, runs straight into Blake's arms. Oh, I know. I mean, Blake. Well, oh, my goodness. Dean's arms. Oh, yeah. Well, same, two sides of the same coin. True. Um, even though I can't help it, but my goodness, Dean is just so charming. Well, remember bitch how they were apparently dming back and forth yes at the women tell all katie was spilling the tea and was like you've been sliding into dean's dms also i'd like you to take note that when he ran in to paradise and was hugging everyone kaylin right away said oh it's good to see you she didn't say nice to meet you (gasps) she said good to see you Ah! (laughs) tea I know, right? Dean just is in fucking everyone's D- DMs every I season. I mean, I apparently. get it. He is so cute, but you know how he slid into mine? Oh, I always forget he slid into yours. Tell us. I actually forget this too. Oh my god! Seems like we've all overlooked this time when he had a fucking girlfriend and was DMing me and FaceTiming me. Yes, I totally FaceTiming me every week for like three weeks for like three hours. Dean. 
Dini babies. I don't know. I think I've only talked about this on this podcast. I was very mature and did not blast it anywhere that that was the situation. Until well, now. there's the tea. <laughs> but we're also like cool with each other now. But, yeah, you guys are um, fine. That is the tea. Yeah, no, he said me and Alex Bordy are doing like a quiz on like who can get the who can figure out what happens this season on Ari season he was like why don't you be like my like insider and like let me now that is a smooth dm slide yeah but you know it wasn't so smooth alex bordy had messaged that to both cn and kendall and they're my friends so i was like oh this is both you guys are just using the same the same shtick to try to talk to us oh my god embarrassing but was he as charming when you talked to him on the phone absolutely yeah. i still love talking whenever dean and i like are we've done a couple um you know tv stuff we've been on together yeah yeah dean is great he's so charming so funny it's we just so, banter back and forth the same we're kind of very similar it so doesn't surprise me that he slid into your dms of all people he you're like seem to be i would imagine you'd be like so his type yeah of course, I'm an actual outdoorsy girl. Maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe I'm just jealous of Kaylin. I'm an actual climber. Like, I'm actually in love and with I him. And I also know what his. I also know exactly what his lifestyle entails. And guess what? Not interested at all. Uh, Gross. yeah. I we we were literally dying about. Also, this. another casualty of the hashtag van life. I mean, like. <laughs> We see so many of them fuck boys in L.A. He knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, he knows how sexy it, he thinks it sounds. That he, Yeah, I think I'm going to live out of my Do van. Do you know what else is drive easy? Drive into the sunset. When you just drive to different states, you can have sex with lots of different people and not be committed to anyone. Hose in different area codes. Oh, you know, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's in some pretty rural areas. But I'm sure there are some major babes out there. Oh, Undiscovered yeah. major babes. Are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? The outdoor like adventurers. I've been to a few full small, of sexy people. Oh, well, I've also been to a few like small rural towns and been like, whoa, where are oh, all these okay, so dimey tents coming from? Here we were Woo. talking about like climbers, hikers, et cetera, backpackers. Well, also that, but I'm more saying he's floating around the United States, popping I mean, into different areas. Rock climbing is like the fucking best sexy single sport. Oh, yeah. So many, so many babes. So many babes. Okay. So also we have the moment where Christina is then sits next to Kaylin apparently and starts talking about Kaylin. This was all very weird. This was very weird. This felt very edited to me. Um, we yeah, see, explain because you broke it down for me. And it yes. Was so so basically, we we hear her starting to talk, and we're just getting uh, the cameras just zooming on Kaylin looking irritated, and all that that really Christina's saying, anyways, is kind of like, you know, Kaylin is still, uh, you know, she's having trust issues because of what happened at stagecoach and whatever. And Kaylin looks so annoyed. Well, they zoom out farther and you see Christina and maybe broads, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like to me when I was, when I was watching, they zoom out and you see Christina talking about it still sitting next to her, but it didn't look like the, the audio matched her mouth movements. Like they added that audio see, but in. Even if it, okay. So there's then two possibilities. Either one, Christina was saying something else entirely when she was sitting next to Kaylin yes. or they just, I don't know what, but even but, if, but if Kaylin was, if Christina was saying that shit, she wasn't saying anything bad. No, she wasn't saying anything bad at all. And, but clearly Kaylin is annoyed with her. But then when she's talking to the producers, she says, I was sitting next, she says this, and this doesn't make any sense to me. She said, I was sitting next to her at the bar and I heard her talking to Wills about the relationship and stagecoach with me, Christina and Blake. Why would Kaylin refer to Christina? Refer, well, she when in earlier yeah. in the sentence referred to her as her and then said Christina 
It doesn't make any sense. I'm yeah, very I don't know. Confused. I don't know what that situation but was. But obviously, then she, said she was slut shaming me across the beach. But and yes, I'm like, where is this coming from? So then, from? when Christina's talking to to Blake, or I keep saying Blake, oh my god, when Christina, everyone is Blake everyone's now. just Blake. Um, when Christina is talking to Dean, she's talking about her slut shaming her, and I don't understand how in the world she was slut shaming no. her. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, you. Christina is talking just as much about what happened at Stagecoach as you're talking about what happened at Stagecoach. I know. And both of you guys had sex with Dean when you weren't dating him. So how is she... And I've never heard Kaylin say one bad thing. I mean, Christina say one bad thing about Kaylin. No, and also, Christina says, like, I had sex with Dean. Kaylin had sex with Dean. We both weren't dating... Dean, oh my God, what's my problem? (laughs) Christina, I had sex with Blake. Uh, Kaylin had sex with Blake. And we weren't dating him. Like... Christina's, Clearly, they're interchangeable. Like Christina's um. talking about what, how what Kaylin did. Well, just how they like, did the same they exact did the same thing. thing. How is that slut shaming? I don't know. It's really very. I didn't. I, I really I didn't, didn't get understand it what's happening. All. Well, then, so she's sobbing. She's sobbing, and Dean. <laughs> Dean walks up right while she's crying. Now, she's like sorry. shooing him away. Sorry, got to throw some shade. But then she's like talking to me. She's like, "This is that's so out of my character." I'm like, like, "No, it's fucking not. No, you're you already in this. About? You're always in the center of drama." Also, I'm like, "Why are you? Apo- why do you keep apologizing about crying? Like, I don't, I don't understand." And she's just trying to cover it up full pageant mode, just trying to be like perfect, like doesn't want him to see her sweat. Yeah. Um, well, he ends up taking her on a date. Mike shook. Cam's crying again somewhere. <laughs> and we see a montage of him lying everywhere in paradise, just like Charlie Brown music practically playing in the background. I'm kind of obsessed background. with Cam. I'm like, obsessed with him too. Yeah. I need yeah. him to stay. I hope, I feel like they're going to kick him off this next rose ceremony, but maybe, I just, maybe I need not. him they to might, stay. They might be able to keep him around. But so then... See you. you I, I do agree with you that Kaylin and Dean have chemistry. So, I do agree. So with that. Beck and I were I'm talking. Not saying they don't. So with Dean and Kaylin's date, I felt like I want to murder both of them. Is how I feel. You felt that way, and I felt like I'm not like I like I like Dean a lot. Not a fan of Kaylin, but I did genuinely feel like I was seeing an actual conversation, not just the typical like I like you and I I'm interested in this going somewhere. Yeah, like they were actually joking around and talking, whether or not it was interesting conversation. Well, again, it was just like ah, let's fuck. Um, oh no, their their sexual chemistry is through the roof. Um, but obviously they're like two extremely sexy people. Yeah, they're gorge. Um, but I guess just I was like. Getting annoyed a dually one because I'm like, Dean, you know exactly like what you're doing, and then also this is my weird like rock climbing elitism where I'm like, Dean, you're not an actual like outdoor aficionado. Like to the layman, you look like quite the outdoor guy. Like you just picked this up like like, a fucking year ago. (laughs) But also, Kaylin is saying I'm so intrigued by his lifestyle, and I'm like, listen, (laughs) Miss North Carolina, you would not enjoy for 24 hours dean's lifestyle maybe you guys could have a long distance relationship for forever maybe he can book you glamping spots at every place he hits fine but i was just beck and i were joking because we're talking about it'd be like me saying oh my god i'm so interested in your lifestyle like yeah and then me and and then me and uh i was trying i almost called him dean me and grayston uh take you on our little you know we go on a camping trip to utah and we sleep in the back of his toyota cut to me 
two hours into the nighttime booking myself a room at the local <laughs> double tree. Tonight. Yeah. I'm just like, I got to get out of here. In fact, that's happened to me before. Like I've been, I've tried to go camping with people before and like halfway through the night, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to send it and go to the Hilton. Like I can't handle it. That is and so that's who, funny. that's how Kaylin would be. Kaylin's the type of girl like me who'd be like, I think I could handle naked and afraid. And in 24 well, hours, we're diseased like, and covered in bug bites and want to die. <laughs> like you brought up, uh, I don't remember what I was about to say. Oh, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Continue on. <laughs> I lost my train of thought entirely. Point is, the girl would not be intrigued in real life with his lifestyle. Oh, there is I no know what way. I was going to say. No, you see it brought up later on where she's like, so where do you shower? Oh, I died. And he's like, sometimes at friends' houses, sometimes at a gym. <laughs> well, Dean doesn't use soap. And her face. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. He yeah, doesn't yeah, use yeah, soap yeah. at all. So th- I don't know if that applies for her either. It's like, do you realize like who you're? T- uh, yes, he's very sexy. But like, are you understanding what you're signing up for here? Like Mike Johnson, 100% uses soap. Mike Johnson stays in a hotel. Like, oh, yeah. You know, a nice business hotel, I'm sure. Like D- Dean is just not, it's just not going to work long term, honey. Oh, my it's God. It's just not going to work. They're just too. Yeah, they're too different. They're, ha- they're going to have great sex, but they're just too different. Um, yes, I would okay. pay to watch that. Me too. Um, so, can this you imagine now, how much money a bachelor couple would make if they leaked their sex tape? Maybe you should start throwing out offers to people. <laughs> <laughs> if I like quote cheat on Gray and like have a sex tape with be another like, bachelor person, be like, hey Clay, I know you blocked me on Instagram. Who do you think I would make the most money doing a sex tape with? I don't want to say it. Why? Because it's going to be bad. Luke P. <laughs> oh, that, that would actually probably. I was going to say Ari because it would be so scandalous. Yeah, no, but I feel bad thing. saying that about Lauren. No, I know, but that would just be yeah, exactly like you said. You and Chris Harrison. That's sexy. I would do it. I would love to see you and Nick make love. Viol? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that. That sounds. Un- you guys are just so. two very attractive people. Well, thank you. I find both of you attractive. I would pay. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I would also pay, I mean, I would pay to watch literally anyone in Bachelor Nation if they release their sex tape, you know, like, wouldn't you? Oh, I don't care sure. if it's Annalise and Cam. I'm like, I'm watching it now. Oh, now I'm very intrigued about an Annalise and Cam sex Interesting, tape. Interesting, right? Mm. Okay. Um, all right. So speaking of sex tape, uh, yes, before, actually, before we talk about sex tape, we would like to talk about our next sponsor, a sponsor we love so much and is so much a part of the Broad Squad. We're thinking of getting this logo actually tattooed on uh, our bodies. We're not joking. We're, we're actually in the creative We're in process, the creative process of getting, process. we will get this tattooed yeah. live on our bodies. Yeah. The logo for, I mean, what do you think it's going to be, Broads? Bad Fit Fun! Bad Fit Fun. The lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. Each box is customized to to your specific interests. They deliver the seasonal must-haves you need. You know, it retails for $49.99, but it always has a value of over $200. And the 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now, officially. So many great products in this one. Loving the Avita Daily Hair Repair. And, oh... Those little exfoliating sugar cubes. Mm-hmm. Girl, these things, they smell so good. You take one in the shower or bath and rub it all over your body and it exfoliates you to the gods. Um, I got a full-sized 
hair straightener that works oh great my in my goodness. box. I know. The fall box is the perfect way to treat yourself or others and keep cool with our carefully curated box of products as you transition from summer vibes to cozy fall sweaters. Save money on quality full-size products today because these deals do not last long. And the boxes sell out fast, so sign up today. Use coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code CHATTY for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. All right, so uh, I was saying, speaking of sex. By the way, we're not joking about the tattoos. We're like no, seriously we're thinking about getting a FabFitFun box tattooed on our bodies. L- live on the podcast. Yes. So you're going to have to deal with the e sound, but yeah, we're going to do it for Can't sure. Um, okay, so speaking of <laughs> sex and sexy, Christian shows up. <gasps> I have so much to say about this. Okay, so Christian left, left night one with Becca and then like made a display. He pulled a Jane oh, on the men tell all. And, and like, a Devin. And a Devin. Even though Devin lasted quite a bit longer on the show. That's true. Um, so tell us about your Christian tea. Okay. Everyone gather around. I have Christian tea. I love some Christian tea. <laughs> so, I mean, we usually talk about Christian tea on this podcast, but we have a different kind of Christian a tea. Different, different time. So I met Christian. I was actually pregnant and dating Grayson at this time, but no one knew either of those things. Um, but I met Christian at some, like, like after the, uh, mental all premiere thing, like, all the guys got together to get drinks at this bar and some of my friends were there. So I went and I met Christian and he was like, Oh man, trying to pull out all the charm. Like, you know, my dad has a ranch in Mexico. We have horses. We can ride horses on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) All of this shit. Um, anyway, he's trying to pull out all the romantic stops. You know, he's really just talking it up. And then he like asks, we're at this club. He asks if we can take a picture together. And I'm like, okay, sure. Kind of weird. But like, yeah, whatever. Take a picture with him. Well, someone, uh, a random girl DMs me like sometime in the next 24 hours, 48 hours, maybe like in the next couple days, says we met like Christian out at a bar or at an event or something like that. And he, sh- I just want you to know, he showed me a picture of you guys together and said that you guys had been talking. <gasps> stop (laughs) or like dating i don't remember what her word is wording is but basically he insinuated that we had some sort of like romantic situation together and like showed them the picture of us right stop it so i screenshot it and send it to him i'm dead i love that you did that and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) excuse me what's up with this i'm trying to become the next bachelorette (laughs) homie (laughs) no i was pregnant not a boyfriend (laughs) and i was just like no not trying to get this shit like Let's oh my god you were pregnant yes but no one knew it no one even knew i was dating him so oh my god what's his name what's his last name i wish i could find it christian do, you, do we know what it is mm, i don't oh okay so i screenshotted and sent to him please don't do this thanks this girl said yeah uh this is so random but did you date christian estrada at some point he told me you guys briefly dated and i want to see what he's like or what you think of him and i was like what he said that and she goes yeah, I met him in a bar in San Diego and he was casual and I was casually chatting with him and he brought up that he dated you and showed my friends and I a picture of you two together. Figured it was wrong since you have a boyfriend, but just thought I'd let you know that's what he's saying. So I screenshotted it and sent it to him and said, please don't do this. Thanks. And he said, wait, what? I'm lost. I would never do that. Who is this person? She's got the wrong guy. I promise. I don't know why people are like that. And I was like, I'm not, and you're about, like, I'm not about to put up with this immaturity. So I said, okay, just making sure. And he goes, I promise you, Becca, I will never do that. That's so immature from this person. I feel bad now. It really pisses me off how people make stuff up. 
Well, and you're like, dude, you do remember that I remember that we took a photo together. So, like, this girl randomly happens to say, like, you guys have a picture together. Please. Right. Well, after seeing his display (laughs) on Paradise, I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. So clearly he's gorgeous. The aggressiveness of this man is just next level. Like, you're a night one my my man. <laughs> you're coming in, my guy. Like, Don't uh, be like <laughs> laying this shit out right away. He knows his worth. <laughs> sure. Let me put it that way. But he comes in, obviously beelines for Nicole, doesn't even speak to anybody no. else. No. And I appreciate again the him like being like, I want her, but it's so aggressive. And like they look exactly like brother and sister, which is also throwing me off when, when they're making out. And you know what? It's like I get. Well, yeah, I have also done that. You know, I've been very attracted to people that look very well, much a, like I me. mean, it's a thing. It definitely is a thing. <laughs> like if you had like a twin robot in front of you, I would like, think they were you'd be so like, let's sexy. make love. <laughs> let's just give this a try. <laughs> with my clone. Oh, my God. Um, but oh my god i would god. love to have sex with myself i've actually fantasized about that i'm like maybe in the future we can make a sex robot and i can just make myself oh, like because that. no one understands me like me <laughs> no one's gonna do me like me can you imagine no i really can't that would actually be really fantastic <laughs> Anyway, um, so so and also they have like their Latin culture in common. They can both speak well, Spanish. Well, when they to right each other, away started like, speaking on. Spanish, I'll be honest, Game I was over. extremely turned on watching right? it. I was like, "Whoa, this is a little too much for right? me to handle." He's like, "I'm looking for my like my love for life." Yeah. It's like, "Oh my god!" And I get why she felt right away comfortable with him because they have culture in in in, uh, in common. And but she, I mean, she just goes on a date with him. Everyone's like, "She's not going to do it." She literally just gives him up. Can you blame the hey, girl? She takes off with him. No. I mean, no, no, I, I don't. Now, I was a little shook by like the extreme amount of making out and rolling around that was happening. And then she like hops back to Clay. Clay. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. He is such a sweetheart. I know. It breaks my heart. I know. I normally am not like so broken up for a dude, but like, I feel really broken up for him because I I really saw it between them. He handles everything so maturely so maturely and he got like annalise was coming at him and questioning his character like i feel bad for the dude right now I know. he lost his position really in the can't nfl catch a break. like it's just brutal man like it's too much um so we find out that nicole thinks that clay might be too passive and she wants someone more assertive uh clearly christian um <sighs> and which i get though clay is like a teddy bear and i do understand it yeah, no, I like get I get it too. a little more. Well, and then when Clay pulls Nicole aside and she is telling him she wants him to be more assertive and he's kind of like, okay, okay, which I appreciate her communicating with him. Mm-hmm. But then Christian interrupts and that whole display was so uncomfortable. It was so immature. It was so and immature. I was like, why do I have to watch this twice? Like in oh these my two God. episodes. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. We saw it two times. And, um, and also Christian's like argument of like, I, it's, I still have my date. It's, what? Like, it's not how that, it's not how that works. You don't, first of all, you don't own her. You don't like get her for the day. It's not like a library <laughs> yeah. book that you get yeah, to take her for, out certain, for yeah. the next eight exactly. hours. She's not blockbuster homie. So like he says, you can have her tomorrow. She's all yours tomorrow. Like what's the, what the fuck with, with all these guys? I don't understand. Um, and then finally, oh, Christian then goes, okay, let's make her make the decision. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. And she's just like, um, does she, 
she stay? Does she go off? No, she does she go off with Christian or does she stay with Clay? I don't. Remember I can't now. remember oh either. Oh my god! Sorry. I feel like she stays with. I feel like she Clay. stays with Clay, right? For a little bit. Yes, she yeah. does. She stays with Clay because then then Christian's like, okay, that's fine, and like shakes Clay's hand. It's so He's uncomfortable. Like, See, that's what we wanted. Okay. And, but this is then when I start having an issue with Nicole. Okay. Is talk to me. He, he walks away and then she's having her moment with Clay and she starts like kind of hyping Clay up. And she's like, Clay, don't be afraid to put a guy in his place. Like you're towering over him. Like you put him in his place. Don't be afraid. And it just feels weird to me. Like she's trying to like, instigate. she's trying to instigate them fighting over each other. Like here's Clay, this really good guy. Like it's one thing to be like, Hey Clay, you know what? I'm kind of in between you two. I really like you a lot, but I do have something with Christian and you're just, and I, and I, I care about you, but you're just going to have to deal as I kind of figure out what I need yeah. versus like you should put him in his place clay like don't be afraid fight to. him yeah fight she's him. like instigating stuff between them I'm like girl no <laughs> no if you're gonna like be with if you're gonna explore two different guys like make it clear to don't both of them them against each other exactly. and like see who comes out like exactly. last man standing exactly. come on um Yes. And again, we just see her being like, I'm the bachelorette of paradise. It's like, okay, stop. And now it's too much. <laughs> now you love yourself too much. <laughs> we see a lizard crawling on Christian like he's the king of the reptiles and he doesn't even notice. Like, it's such an evil, ominous thing. Like, okay, producers. It is a huge lizard, king though, and he has reptiles. no idea. It's like, or he, know, he knows it's there, but he's just like, oh, it's just part it's of like, me. I summoned you. <laughs> destroy him <laughs> um, so night falls we find out that four men are going to go home and this is when then Demi has the conversation with Derek which we've discussed already um, he handles it so beautifully I, I really like him oh my god yes she has like so much relief in the way yes. he handles it yes now here's my thing. I think it's okay for people to go on the show casually dating somebody. I don't have an sure. issue with it. I don't think it was actually that casual. I don't think it thing. was casual either. But I, I'm saying she says it was casual. I don't have an issue with people coming on casually, so long as people are upfront about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's just real life. That's yeah. just what happens in real life. You talk to someone, you start chatting, and I felt like he gave her relief. She gave him relief to a certain extent because he was going, "Why aren't you all in this right now? Yes. Like I don't understand." Yes. She kind of helped settle his mind yes. a little bit with the honesty. And the way he responded where he was like, yeah, I can understand like why you've been feeling anxious. I was like, okay, sexy Jim Halpert. What a Jim. Like, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, he I, handled I, that I was so very well. impressed. Now, JPJ at this point is under the pillows. Oh <laughs> my God. The best part of the whole episode. And we're seeing that he's deciding to sing or put together this little poem. Memorize. 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 He's memorizing. Now, let me remind you something. JPJ is a theater kid. We've discovered this from his Insta story or his Instagram. He's a theater boy. Of course he is. So of course he knows this poem. He's just remembering it. And we see that. I also have some Shakespeare memorized. As do I. Nice. What do you mm -hmm. have memorized? Um, we have a little bit of, well, you know, I live for the Merchant of Venice because Jessica came from that. The name Jessica came from Merchant wow. of Venice. It was Shylock's daughter. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I have a little bit of that just as a, like a self-puffing up situation, even though I don't necessarily care for her in the story. Cultured. Um, okay, but we see that Tasha is like, yeah, JPJ. And the girls are like, he's your type. And also, though, but someone said, oh, Tasha is not going to be into that about the poem. She loves it. She lived for it as we all would please are you kidding me JPJ? his delivery and the way he said i noticed that there's more to you and so i thought that i would like you know and also this. like really 
how romantic. I mean, come on. I he know. goes, this is where Romeo first meets Juliet. He's like, you reminds he's my, me of a young Romeo. Like My hand is blessed just by touching yours. Like, the it's lines so romantic. are... I would rather any day have a guy quote Shakespeare to me than write his own poem for I me. Agreed. Because unless he is Shakespearean, like, it's probably not going to be very good and I'm going to have to act like I like it. Exactly. But no, when he was doing it, it was just like his voice. I was just waiting like, what light? through yonder window break <laughs> it is the east and Tasha's the sun <laughs> what's she, in a name <laughs> what is, would a rose by any other name not smell as sweet brah brah um i'm so I obsessed with i'm so him. excited i'm so excited She's, i would totally fuck john paul jones of course you would of i think america I would. would like we love him <laughs> we just have a john paul jones and orgy. i love i love that she's just like people like him who sound like him and i love that she's kind of making fun of him but she's it. like but they don't have brains like him and jpj is like Tasha is a he's so excited he's like Tasha's a woman he's like this is one of the best nights ever i was like oh my god jpj i know i'm crying i'm um, and you see that he brings out Tasha's like fun side, like she's like giggling and just like yes. you even heard. I even heard a sigh. She goes, huh. "Wait oh, a second, I'm ah! so in. I'm so in. I was just oh freaking. It makes me so happy. If they break up, I will die. I will also. But that makes me remember. Oh my god, I can't what? even believe. What? So we were saying for a second, Tasha and Derek, right? And we yes. see we see that clip. We see the clip of JPJ crying, talking to Derek about Tasha. I forgot see, about that. And clip. we see JPJ crying. I forgot. Does Tasha do Tasha and oh, Derek? No. Oh my oh, god! Flirtasha is gonna get herself in a little bit of trouble. I want to see Flirtasha, even though I I do not want JPJ's heartbroken. No, so my goodness, protect him. But I like Derek too. Oh, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> um, okay, so. Remember how I saw uh, JPJ leaving fire emojis on Katie's? Are they just friends? Or maybe did Katie and JPJ get Maybe together? they get together. I don't know. I don't know. But I want Tisha and JPJ. I know. I love them. So I love pure. them both. So pure. <laughs> so pure. Okay. Do we have anything else from that episode? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Oh, just a quick note. Again, I just Mike, lost my notes. Mike is now talking to uh, Mike is now talking to Sydney. He says he doesn't want to be in a love triangle, which I respect. But now he's saying that she's captivating. And he's saying, um, he's saying that it's here's my thing he's right away like i could see something happening and i just want to go and i just want to give wrap my arms around big mike johnson and be like mike it's okay to not fall in love with the person right away like you can just casually get to know her totally. like i think he's trying to appear a certain way like probably america we probably put these expectations on mike johnson and now he feels like maybe he has to live up to them of being like mr prince charming and it's like no it's okay mike if you want to just be with just sydney to get her rose that's okay yes. we still love yes, you we accept yes, you yes yes you don't have to see a few with her oh, it's all good like it's good she's pretty she's pretty dull i'm gonna be honest with oh, you know. you know she I seems don't. like nice enough but she's just really i don't know i see him with someone more sparkly just really hoping he's not like sydney's my lady now kind of thing i know me too it's gonna kind of bug me i know um so our final moment is christian pulls aside nicole he sets up a pinata for her oh my god oh he my, oh my god how could i fucking thing. forget Poor sweet Clay is just so immediately. Jordan's like, you should go kick that pinata. <laughs> he's like, Clay's like, I don't think we have the same style. Buddy. Clay's like, no, 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 please don't. And he's like, I think I'm gonna kick it. <laughs> so Clay goes over. He talks to um, to Christian and Nicole. They're cuddling. They're holding hands. They're doing the mm-hmm. whole kind of thing. By the way, mm-hmm. that Hannah's getting flagged for. Yep. Nicole's not. Yep. Just yep. FYI. Yep. 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 Um, 
And then this is another thing with the Nicole moment. Maybe people are like more mad about Hannah because they don't like Blake and they don't like that she's involved with Blake. That makes sense. But now I don't think a lot of people are going to be loving Christian either. So maybe that'll, you know. Um, But this is the other issue that I have a problem with Nicole is that she asks asks Clay to be assertive. She's like, you tell him how to do it. You, you, You don't let him walk all over you. You tower over him. So then Clay takes that initiative to be assertive, like she said, goes over Christian's being super aggressive per usual. Clay's trying to re- take Nicole away, and he's looking at Nicole going like, uh, here I am. Yeah. You told me to do this. And Nicole right away goes, Clay, I don't know what to do. I'm so torn. No, it's because it's because Nicole likes Christian a lot better than Clay. Yeah, I think so, too. And so she or wants him to do that. And then now she's, like, she's just like, yeah, but I still want 30 yeah. more minutes with Christian. But I just don't like, don't hype Clay up and then just, you know, ugh, it yeah. makes me so sad. Figure it out. Clay. Figure it out He's what you so want. classy and he goes, Christian, this isn't for you. I'm doing this for Nicole. He's so classy. He walks away. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan's like, I'm going to kick the pinata. And Clay's like, please, please don't. And he's like, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it. <laughs> he just darts off across the beach. He just starts taking down the pinata. He's like, sorry, hey, man. Clay's, Clay's my friend. Clay's my friend. I'm going to have to just like dismantle this whole date. Seeing two grown men fighting over a pinata was one of the most joyous things. Now, I don't condone violence, but it was one of the most joyous things I've watched. Can you believe? He's like, don't t- don't take down that pinata. <laughs> and Jordan's like, nope, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> and then Jordan straight up body slams Christian. I was like, who knew that in Jordan that he had a body slam in him? He looks a little more dainty to me. Oh my God. And I'm chanting. I cannot wait for next week because we get to see what actually ends up happening. I can't wait to see also who the girls give the roses to. I'm so question marky about numerous of them. I know. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Well, next week, broads, we should be back to normally scheduled schedule, program. We'll, we'll put out a podcast right after Mondays and then right after Tuesdays. Yes. So don't you worry. Don't you go anywhere, Thanks broads. Thanks for being patient yes. with us. Thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you. And chat soon. Chat soon.